Hey, this is Craig Wade and Brian Allen Delaney from B Movies and Ebooks, a podcast about cult and horror films and genre fiction. You can catch new episodes on iTunes and Stitcher every Wednesday, or you can watch us live on Blab.im Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Central. B Movies and Ebooks. We bleed fiction. The following podcast is a B and E Network exclusive. After a long absence from uh, barely living the dream, I because Caitlin and I have not I know. <laughs> put up our episode yet. It's okay. That's how busy things have been. But uh, we're back. Um, the timing actually works out perfectly because uh, I actually have things to talk about now. Is that better? Is that getting louder? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There I go. Okay. I can hear myself a lot better now. Um, yeah, so uh, that's kind of what I was waiting on, is to uh, record when I had things to talk about, and finally I do, and the timing finally worked out for most, if not all of us, to be here. We're still waiting on uh, somebody who will remain unnamed, but you can probably figure out who it is, because joining me today are Brittany, Woo, hello. and Caitlin, who is a new addition to the Upstart Filmworks family. Hi. You are actually... Our first employee. Yay. I, I mean, this is obviously not counting like people that I've had to pay for movies and stuff, but they're they're ten ninety nines. They're contract laborers. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, we uh, and uh, you know, there's an empty seat here. You can probably figure out who that is for. Always waiting on him. Always, which is ironic because he's an assistant director. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's been a it's been a while. I I think the last what was the last episode we did. I think it was when Chris and I were bitching about the stuff in Kentucky, which was a while ago. So lots has happened. Yeah. The last one that I was on, you did from afar when we were in Colorado. Oh, yeah, yeah. When you guys called me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So was, what have you been up to since then, Brittany? Uh, I guess just a little bit of everything. I mean, some short films, some feature films commercial and corporate stuff that we don't talk about (laughs) but yeah a couple features and some uh i did my first ad position on a short and i can't say that i'll probably do that again (laughs) do tell well it was it was really good it's just that oh sorry that's just not i guess the space that I want to be in as far as, you know, responsibility and making sure everything is happening when it should. And I mean, I I call myself like a translator because in my family, there's a lot of people that we say don't speak each other's languages. And I'm kind of the person that speaks everybody's language. So it worked because our director and our DP did not speak the same language. So I was kind of the translator between them. And I really liked that position. Mm-hmm. But all the back-end stuff, or I guess front-end stuff, you know, putting together, helping to put together the shot lists and the schedules and everything like that was, for a project that's not mine, is a lot of work. So I'll probably oh, yeah. stick to just either camera or scripty or anything else. <laughs> And that was your that was your first AD 
not your, was that your first AD gig that you just like? That was the first first, first AD gig. And yeah. how long was that shoot? Uh, two days. <laughs> well, no, the re- <laughs> the reason I bring it up is because you came to that realization in two days on your first gig, and it took me, I don't know, uh, a few years. <laughs> And, you know, critical condition in a hospital for me to realize that it was not my cup of tea and that I need to go back to doing my own stuff again, which is, you know, why I wanted to start this back up, because I can finally talk about some of that stuff again instead of just complaining about other people's movies. Um, Well, at least you you now you had the experience and you now know. Yes. And I'm super proud of the film and I haven't actually seen the final, final product, but Mm -hmm. you know, the director, she was very happy. And so to me, that means I did my job well. Right. And everybody, you know, seemed to have nothing but nice things to say. And we're like, you're really good in this position. I just don't know if that's where I would want to like exhaust all my resources and for future projects. Yeah. And, and so that, just this line of thinking, this kind of explains why Caitlin's here. Because you're here to keep us from being dark and cynical and keep the self-loathing to a minimum. Because you're, you're still bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. You have not yet been chewed up and spit out yeah. by the, uh, the industry, as it were. Yeah. So how long ago was that shoot? That was December, so four about four months ago. Was that the was that the last thing you worked on? No, so right after that is when I went to Colorado with Chris. And okay. so that was from the day after Christmas we left and we came back February or I came back February fourth. So it was That's right. all of yeah, January. Yeah. And were you out guys out there before Christmas too? I feel like Chris was. Chris he went was. and did. Uh, oh yeah, I can't ask him that question. <laughs> no, yeah, he's, he's he, not here. So. He went to pre-production or test shooting, but I yeah. wasn't invited to that. What position? <laughs> what position were you on? <laughs> Script supervisor. Okay, okay. And you got that was in Colorado again. You it was in completely? Colorado. Yeah, we were in Durango for a week, uh, Pagosa Springs for four weeks, and then we were supposed to go back to Durango, but they changed it three days before our move to Santa Fe, New Mexico. Hmm. Huh. Why there? Why, what, what, what? The location, they found a location that was going to be so much easier for us because in Durango, we were going to have to use a lot of buildings that were still in operation. Mm -hmm. And so we were, you know, dealing with public and, and operation hours and parking was not very great. And, the logistics just didn't work, but in Santa Fe, they had it was at uh, Bonanza Creek Ranch, and they, it's like a film ranch. So, oh, okay, yeah, it yeah. was we could literally shoot the rest of our scenes on that location and never move. So, we all were thumbs up for it. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a good plan. Yeah. So, what's do you know where they're at on the movie now? Like, are Actually, still- yeah. Um, no, I got a phone call the other day that they had pre-screened a very initial cut of it. So they have at least one cut yeah. of it already. Um, and I I don't know how much more they're going to do before sending it to effects, but... Yeah. Yeah. So they're pretty... I mean, to me, because it's only been like two months since we really wrapped on yeah, it. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, yeah, he's pretty gung-ho. Yeah. It, that helps. It uh, and keep in mind we're still in we're still in post on a movie that's taken a literal decade. So, 
happens. It, 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 it's happening right now. <laughs> There's still a lot of films that I've worked on that I doubt I'll ever see. Right, yeah. right. At least we know, like ours is, yeah. you know, coming to... I, I look up at this board in front of me and I think about all the things I've erased <laughs> from the to-do list. And it, can you see it? Probably yeah, but not. I don't think it's doing anything now. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's probably just... Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll check it later. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to hold my phone the whole time, so if we just get the... If we just get it's video of the last little bit, then that's fine, too. Okay. What's going on? No, I said get like a selfie stick and just hold it the whole time. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really think we need, like, four Mac computers. <laughs> <laughs> Each of us have our own camera Kind of like on that '70s show, and just go around. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I, th I thought about like the lazy Susan. We're gonna spin it. Yeah. <laughs> I did think about that. That's actually pretty funny. Um, but for those of you watching at home, if you can watch, if it actually is working, um, there is a board right off screen that has all my to-do list on there. And uh, right now, there's some things that we'll talk about in a minute. But uh, on the right is all the stuff that we've had to do for Imago, uh, or new Mago or the movie formerly known <laughs> as Imago, because we can't say the title, although the poster is right out of frame behind the camera here, uh, the new poster. But um, it's really all we're waiting on now is color and sound, and color's being, wor color's being worked on. I actually have to pay the guy this week, and uh, Chris is going to go sign off on it because he's about to go work on something else. I can't remember what he's working on. Uh, it'd be nice to be able to ask him. Yeah, so he could... you know, if he shows up on the <laughs> <laps>. <laughs> um, And then our sound, Greg is working on it, but uh, he it's pilot season, or just it just passed, so a lot of that stuff landed in his lap. So he's <clears throat> working on that first, and he's going to get back to us, which is fine because he's cutting us a brew deal like he always does, so it's fine. But it's almost done. I can taste it. <laughs> and we may be... As a corollary to that stuff, we may be trying to set up a screening um, sometime in the summer, at least for cast and crew quotes, so that it doesn't give away our premiere. Nice. You know, we can still premiere somewhere, but I kind of I want to rip the bandaid off and just yeah. like be like, here it's here it is. There's no going back. You know, although we did kind of do that already at like festivals, we screened it at three festivals in the previous version. So I guess. It really doesn't mean anything. We could still always change it, but we're not gonna. No, we're not gonna. <laughs> it's dead. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's finished. So, Caitlin, what is your hearing all this stuff mm -hmm. coming into this world, and all the stuff that I've had you do so far? Like, what's your perspective on this? Like, what what new insights are you gaining as far as like how all this movie shit works? There are assholes everywhere in the world. Okay, good. <laughs> You're learning. <laughs> That's no. the number one lesson. Um, Wait, unless I'm one of the assholes. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I I was like she wasn't specific. No. Drill um, down on that one. What was I going to say? Um... It doesn't make me want to do it any less, though. It shouldn't. I mean, that's no. the thing about being an artist. I mean, obviously... I mean, all the stories I've told and the shit that I've... But I'm still... I'm still like, how are we going to do this? How are we going to, you know, that's, you can't not do it. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what I've learned and I've had to kind of come to grips with because I, especially after the stuff in Las Vegas and maybe like the year or so after that, I really had to think about like, do I really want to do this? You know, yeah. as far as like how everything has ended up and, you know, how it's not really, things haven't really changed. <clears throat> but when and, you think, 
Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, I, I had to really kind of do some soul searching, and that's when I realized, I was like, you know, it's, I can't not do it. Right. You know, what were you going to say? The way I look at it, there, no matter what I choose to do for a career, there are always going to be shitty people, so I might as well do something I like yeah. and deal with them as they come. Yeah, shitty people, shitty situations. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, that's good. You're learning. You're, you're, you're absorbing the correct messages. <laughs> So that's good. Um, my mind just totally blanked. I had something really deep and insightful yeah. to say too. Like I was like, "Oh, this is going to be awesome. People are going to meme this as like an inspirational <laughs> thing." I'm gonna. This is going to go up on the uh, the Daily Goalcast. This little clip, but no, I can't remember what it was. Um, but yeah, so the things. That, so we just we all of us. <clears throat> just finished working on a video that is going to debut hopefully by the end of this week, if not by the end of next, because I think this podcast is probably going to go up Wednesday or Thursday. So, um, But it's a video it's for the new Game Face single that came out on Record Store Day called I Owe You One. Um, I'm pretty excited about that because I've been a fan of that band for years, like since college, if not before. And... Um, Jeff has become a really good friend of mine. He's done about he's done a lot of our posters, including the one you can't see, the new one for Imago. Uh, I almost said the real name. I have to check myself on that. Redact. Um, and uh, so I'm excited about that. It was again, it was nice to do something and get it out there. Also nice to do a video and have it get out there because there was another video that we shot before that. Which Brittany, did you help on that one? The burn video. The one we shot most at Cypher? No. No. Excuse me. Ooh, I keep burping. The coke. <laughs> uh, oh, that was because, yeah, because Chris couldn't be there either. I think that was when you guys were out shooting Star, maybe? Oh, maybe. Yeah, it was, okay. it was, it did align with one of those because Chris was gone too. Um, as he is now. <laughs> uh, but, so we, sh- we shot that video. I edited it together. I was really happy with it. And then they, on their end, they sort of had band issues and stuff. And they're still kind of in limbo. still don't know what to do. So it's kind of like I spent all this time and work and money on something that people might not see, which kind of pisses me off. Because a lot, I mean, it had special effects in it. Like Christy built a bunch of stuff for it, you know. So that was a bummer. So it was nice to do one of these, get it out there. It's kind of cathartic in a way. So I needed that. And then uh, that led to me, I don't. I'm trying to remember how I got inspired to do this. I think that I listened to a podcast. It was a comedian's podcast where they, the comedian is roughly my age. So like when he was in college, roughly 20 years ago, he wrote his first script and he thought, he was like, oh, I'm going to make it. I'm going to either going to make it a pilot. It's going to turn into a series or uh, someone's going to pay, someone's going to buy it for me and make a really awesome comedy movie out of it. Of course, nothing ever happened with it. And then he dug it up and he read it, read it years later. He's like, oh, man, this is not that great. And then I think friends of his found it and they're like, dude, this is terrible. And they started like reading it and uh, having fun with it. So he got a bunch of comedians to sit down and do a table read of it, like I think around Christmas. Yeah. And they've just put up the podcast of it and it was hilarious. And they're all like, like you know, they're ripping on him the whole time. And so I was like, you know what? I should do that for Fade to Black my first movie. So I, but then I was like, well, I don't even, cause I had that script, but it got, it was one of the things that got screwed up in Harvey. Uh, and we threw it out 
and at the time I was like, oh, well, I know I have a digital copy. And it doesn't matter anyway. Why would I ever need to? But of course now I'm like, man, I wish I had it. So I emailed everybody that was in this, was in the movie to see if they still had a copy. And of course William did. <laughs> yeah, has, William. He has everything <laughs> preserved. Hello, William. I know you're listening. <laughs> he has everything preserved in like sheet protectors. Even, he even, not only did he have a copy of the script, he had our shooting schedule and all my notes all the characters. I mean, it was. Wow. Yeah. It, Professional <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah. So I'm like, man, if, if I need an archivist for my, yeah. you know, the shit show that is my life, it, William, <laughs> you got the job, buddy. Um, so anyway, in, uh, and then our, you know, I, I had Caitlin reach out cause that's one of her, that's under her purview as my assistant now <laughs> to send all the emails I don't want to send. Uh, I had her reach out to, um, everybody that was involved to see if they would be interested in doing a table read. And uh, it was a resounding yes. So pretty much the entire original cast, except for the people that I hate or are dead. (laughs) And the Venn diagram on those do not overlap, in case you're wondering. (laughs) I'm not trying to implicate myself. I I wasn't asked that question. (laughs) The people I hate are still here. The people that are dead, I don't really care for, but I had nothing to do with their demise. Um, That's a whole other story. (laughs) That's a story, and he's sticking to it. Yeah, absolutely. You can't prove it. They were in another city. Uh, but pretty much everybody else is uh, joining us, and we are going to be doing it in July in Austin because most people are there. And uh, I really am looking forward to it. And I think uh, Melanie is going to read one of the roles of the people that, you know, I don't want there. So that'll, that'll be kind of it'll nice. be kind of nice to kind of overlap the, the old and the new. Yeah. Um, and I – it made my stomach hurt to go through and read it because I was like, oh, my God, this stuff. Like, what was that? I mean, I was 21, 22 when I wrote it, maybe even 20 Yeah. because it took me a while to make it. But still, I'm like, oh, my God. Are you going to videotape the table read? Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. I actually have the uh, – and I have the movie. I, ha- I finally found a version of it. I think it was because of William as well, and I digitized it. So I have it on a hard drive. So if I ever do put placeholders out – I think I'm going to throw all that on there because a lot of those people are in placeholders yeah. and a lot of it references the old movie. So, uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to, uh, I'm definitely going to preserve all that. And, uh, I have a few pages that we're going to read from here in a minute. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so dun, uh, we'll dun, wait dun. on that though. That'll be the end. That'll be the little dessert at the end. <laughs> um, but spinning out of that, uh, I think I'm going to try to maybe even shoot some other stuff around there because my, I have a plan to sort of not just have those people read and then have Melanie cover one of the roles. I'd like to have some guests readers there. I'm kind of working on that right now because I think it'd be awesome. Yeah. And uh, it'll make me feel less, less self-conscious about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to make that work and – if that all happens, I think that week we may try to shoot some stuff for another movie and then also do that screening that week because a lot of things will align. So perfect. Fingers crossed. I feel, but again, it's like we were saying, like the video that didn't come out, I spent so much time and energy and money, like planning it and getting it together and getting all these moving parts together and nothing happened with it. With that amount of energy and, financial expenditure I could just do something for myself you know what I mean I so why not like why not focus because obviously I can do it you know I just need to focus that on something that I control and I care about right yeah 
so yeah, that's my thinking. So uh, get ready, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to make trying to make it happen. We'll see. We'll see. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like the doing your own projects is becoming a theme among our table. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, especially after you realize how much uh, how much it takes out of you to do, I mean, mentally, physically, and then you don't, I mean, may, you know, maybe it pays your bills for a little bit or whatever, but you don't, it doesn't last and then you kind of like quickly have to start scrabbling for the next thing and then beyond that there's no mental satisfaction that comes from it from it i realize you know i don't want i don't want to go off on a bitching tangent again but it's just like all these other things that i worked on i don't it, it it's like the the work and the experience and the uh, just the sweat and the labor, it just all like disappears into a puff of smoke. Yeah. You know, once they've got the edit done and the premiere comes along and everybody's just concerned with being on the red carpet or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and then even then the movies kind of just go off into nothing in this, you yeah. know, they, no, nothing makes a mark really. Nobody really cares. It doesn't change the, um, not just the bottom line, but I mean, anything about the landscape like it's it, it's gotten to a point now where it doesn't even lead to lead to jobs that i want to take right you know it'll either be the same kind of thing or like a worse or or a worse kind of offer like oh we heard you're great we really want to work with you how about you know two dollars a day or <laughs> yeah. i'm exaggerating but not much <laughs> you know so that's well, that's with your own projects, you kind of have more control over the direction. It goes not right. just with, like, the actual production, but even in, you know, distribution. Right. Whereas a lot of the other films, it's out of your hands, you yeah. know? And so it's, it is kind of a downer to not ever know. You know, I have people ask me all the time when they ask me what I do, and they're like, oh, is, you know, is there anything I've seen or where I can find it? And it's like, yeah. um... Wow. <laughs> yeah. Funny story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Like, uh, it comes up all the time, you know, when people find out that I work on movies, they're like, oh, like, like what? I'm like, you're not gonna, <laughs> it doesn't matter, you know? <laughs> I mean, what's weird is like, there are people that I have, you know, I've never met in my life that love the stuff I made, that email me and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, the people that are near, you know, they're like, well, what, you know, can I see it in theaters? And like, no, but some guy in the Ukraine just had me send him like five <laughs> autographed pictures. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it's a yeah. weird, it's, it's the freaking name of the game, pop star pizza delivery story. You know what I yeah. mean? It's all some version of that. Yeah. You know? Uh, so yeah, it's crazy. So pay attention, Caitlin. Maybe a rough I road. <laughs> this is your future. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's one reason why I decided to take the plunge and get the office and everything too, because I figured it would sort of force me to yeah. focus on my own thing and like have this just be a place where I can do only that. You yeah, know? it seems like a nice like rejuvenation uh, and, yeah. you know to start like a momentum towards all these other projects because yeah. it was kind of quiet for a while but I'm excited yeah well that's because I nearly died I mean well you know <laughs> what does it kill you right no what does it kill you it's alright but yeah even the thing was like immediately after that the first it was like how can I how can I how can I figure this out how can I figure that out 
but it took me a while to and what's funny is like I it's like I had to relearn things like I I guess I was just caught up in oh well I'm you know there, I want to do that but there's no way I'm going to be able to pull that off there's no way I can do this without this amount of money and this you know but I'm like well that's of course I can that's what I did in the very beginning like mm-hmm. Fade to Black the movie that we were just talking I made for 300 bucks you yeah. know we can it, it can be done you know and then Robert do, Rodriguez that shit right <laughs> right exactly <laughs> um but yeah, it's I had to I had to sort of relearn and, and the even though that video did, that other video didn't come out, that was kind of the first. Well, I guess the the, first, the Jeff the reset the sun videos were the first things that I had shot of my own since like psychic experiment. But that was a process of like, oh yeah yeah okay I can do this. I'm not I'm not incompetent. Yeah. <laughs> you know that was a fun project. Yeah those yeah those are all fun and I and I and that's why I jumped the chance to do the game face thing of course because it was. It's something that I like and that I can also that I can plug into on every level. It's not like you know me working on me working on somebody's project I don't care about, but also maybe me doing everything, but for uh, you know a script that I don't like or a band that I don't like, you know what I mean, or mm-hmm. I don't care for. It's not my thing, but that kind of re-energized me. And then even the video that didn't come out, like the logistics and the planning and the fact that it had special effects, and I had to bring Christy in. There's a lot of moving parts. I was like, oh yeah, this is just we could, we should have just shot a movie, you know, or a part of a movie instead of, you know, throwing all this money away on something that maybe I can show in a few years that nobody cares about, but it has no context because the album's well, old now, you know. I was gonna say if they never use it, can't you just take it back and do? Oh yeah, I will. It? I mean, I've gotten close. The thing is, like, I I'm so cool with the people, so I don't want to yeah. like piss them off. But at the same time, like, everybody's being cool about it right now, but five years down the road, if I'm still sitting on it, I'm putting it up online. You yeah. know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's it's turned out really well. It got really good feedback from, you know, people that they showed it to that are kind of like high up in the music video game. So it's like people that didn't have to blow me, like they were like, oh man, this is really good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, well, that makes me even matter. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I know that it could get some traction if it got out. But um, yeah, so, so that... Even though it didn't, it makes me mad that it didn't come out. It did help. It does help uh, me get my head back on straight. So, get ready to start sending a bunch of emails to people, Caitlin. <laughs> get ready to do a bunch of SAG paperwork. All right. What, uh, Brittany? What do you, I know? It's, we, do you want to talk about the project you have that you're kind of working on? The, Can you talk about it? Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, the documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, no, I can talk about it. Okay. I mean, it's mine, so I'll do whatever <laughs> I want to it. But <laughs> they, uh, yeah, so I'm starting a documentary that explores the immune system and yeah. primary immune deficiency. So uh, there is a primary immune deficiency that runs through my family, and uh, which is kind of sparks the reason why I want to do one. Um, but it's not really... Uh, there's a lot of misconceptions behind it. A lot of people, since it's immune deficiency, they always equate it with like HIV or things like that. And so um, I just, I feel for some reason, I've been wanting to do it for a couple years now, but at the beginning of this year, I was like, this is the year I'm going to do this. I don't know why, but I am. And, uh, you know, my family knows the Immune Deficiency Foundation uh, like board members and so they have kind of jumped on board and are super excited about just kind of getting the word out there about primary immune deficiency and early detection 
things like that. And, you know, I just really feel like research into the immune system as a whole is kind of the future for medicine. I mean, everything is really kind of related to your immune system, obviously, mm-hmm. with deficiencies and diseases mm-hmm. and viruses. It's all your immune system. And I think it's really interesting because it's, you know, it keeps us alive and we really don't know a whole lot about it. And so it's just really interesting to me. And I'm going to start shooting in June is projected my first uh, film date as the Immune Deficiency Foundation has a conference in Maryland, their national conference. And so I'm going to go there and try to get some interviews from researchers and doctors and family members. And it's been really hectic because... It was one of those where I just had to, like, jump into it. I didn't know where to start, but I knew I had a few people I needed to talk to. And the minute that I talked to them, Mm -hmm. it just built this momentum. And then they called people, and those people called people, and everybody is just super excited. Of course, nobody wants to donate, but uh, (laughs) they're all really excited (laughs) about it. Yeah, that's how it goes. (laughs) But, so, yeah, I mean, super beginning stages of it. I don't... um, you know, my end game is, you know, film festivals, Netflix, that kind of thing. But if I could really have everything I wanted, I'd really love for it to be on, like, Discovery Health yeah, or yeah, one totally. of those channels. Because I want it to be scientific and informative, you know, to a heightened knowledge level audience and doctors. Because it's going to really have a call to action for doctors to think differently in how they diagnose. And so... But I also have kind of some emotional story mm-hmm. and struggle in there. So I, I, I want to hit all different levels. And so I just think it would do really well on, you know, broadcast. So yeah, of some kind. So you're, um, the shoot in June, is that you're shooting no matter what happens, even if people don't pony up cash? <laughs> yes, because... Mm-hmm. Going into it, you know, I did a budget that I was going to send to you to look over, and I never mm-hmm. did. Yeah, the whole uh, time I'm like, why should not uh, consult? Yeah, no, me I haven't. I, I because I'm like, I, is this bitch trying to cut me out? I no, knew it. I knew the other shoe was going to drop with Brittany at some point. I didn't realize how fast this was going to. Yeah, be. yeah, no, I, I get it. I and totally get so it. I finally decided, like, okay, there's going to be like four phases of this filming. Like, there's mm-hmm. going to be this June film in Maryland, and then I'm going to have like a Houston shoot, and then probably like an Austin shoot. Yeah, and then um, probably another one, I'm sure. Right, and then post production and. I was going to put money into this because it's a project I'm super passionate about, but I was going to do it in post-production because, as we know, that's where all films go to die. So I didn't want it to die. I wanted all my money to go to finishing it when it was done. But I'm realizing that in order to, like, apply for grants and things like that, that you really kind of have to have something for them to see because it's so competitive out there. Yeah. And so I'm kind of deciding to sort of front fund this in order to try to gain traction and funding for the rest of the filming. But mm-hmm. I pretty much, yeah, I don't know. So it's going to happen no matter yeah. what. Um, right now I'm trying to get a hold of people that I'm going to interview to actually schedule it so I can set dates. Mm -hmm. But the conference is just three days. So like no matter what, because they've already, I've already talked to them and they're like, yes, come film everything you want to. So they're on board. So that will happen. It's just, I don't know how much more I'm going to get out of it. 
Is it? Sorry. Was that you? <laughs> yes. Um, is it over a weekend in June? It's like Thursday through Saturday in June. Yeah. In what? You said Washington. National Harbor, Maryland. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, but okay. it'll be it'll be cool because I feel like. I, you know, they talked about how there's people out there that have tried to tell a story, but it's all usually been, like, from a scientific uh-huh. standpoint. Yeah. So I kind of, this is going to sound really conceited, but I don't know how else to, like, word, <laughs> word it. But it. I feel like I'm the storyteller that has finally, like, understands their side, but also understands mm-hmm. film enough to make it interesting for people to watch, you know. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you're kind of uniquely positioned to be that person. Right, right. With your dad being right you know and we'll go ahead explain right. well, so, the, people, the listeners may not know yeah well yeah so i'm i'm uh so the yeah the deficiency that runs through my family it's called xla and it only affects uh the men if it's if they get the chromosome that's mutated basically mm-hmm. so um but the women can be carriers which i am so that basically means that if i had a boy child it has a 50 percent chance of having this xla deficiency uh-huh. which it's like in layman's terms it's they're just missing part of their immune system so it's gotcha. not so extensive like david the bubble boy that most people know about because he had no immune system his is called skids and they just miss are missing part of it so they get like antibiotic ivs every couple weeks and things like that to help build it back up and then can live kind of a normal life but there's just so there's so much happening right now actually they've even just finished like studies where they've they had i think 10 children that had the skids that David had that they've cured through like HIV. They say it's through the HIV virus, but they've like mutated that virus to not cause HIVs that helps like rebuild the part of the immune system that they're missing. And it's just like this huge thing. So I think it's like the perfect timing for me to do this and come out with it and whatnot. So that's awesome. So I'm obviously passionate about it, but it's, it's going to be, interesting because it's going to probably get really medical mm-hmm. and to try to balance like a story right. with you know talking heads so that it stays interesting is going to be the second hardest part i think the first hardest part is going to be scheduling people right right so well i know some uh, are we boring you caitlin no i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> so you have to work on your pitch yes. Brittany, clearly. <laughs> my bad i'm sorry I'm <laughs> you can shoot it up well <laughs> On that on that note, I know some Indian animators that would love to. Uh, I yes, mean, they deli- they're doing some pretty good work for me. Yeah, it's, I knew it was going to be cheap. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand how cheap. I was really? just like, I needed to do them. I actually on a point on a there's a point when I was doing Imago stuff. I was like, I just don't want to comp these shots. I don't have the time, mm-hmm. and I was you know, trying to plan a bunch of stuff. I was like, let me just see how much, mm-hmm. you know, and up to like I put it was like eBay. I was like, this is how much I'll pay at max to get my time back. Yeah. And then we'll see if they fall in that. Right. So I did my maximum bid, not telling them it was in my head. Mm-hmm. I did have a buy it now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and they came back and it was literally their quote for these shots was literally one fifth of what I thought. Wow. Yeah. So. Well, I may need to talk to you then because yeah. I, I. And they would... got it to me. It was like over a weekend. Oh, They're yeah. like, here you go. Jesus. Yeah, it was quick. Because they, I was thinking about doing like a Kickstarter campaign or something like that. And honestly, my past experiences with that, it's never been just 
super successful unless you oh, have yeah. like someone attached to it. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought, well, doesn't hurt. And I actually right. have an idea for like this 30 second video mm-hmm. that I I can visualize it in my head. It's perfect. Right. But and you're also this. So I think the problem with kicks. I don't mean to interrupt you, remember, mm-hmm. no, but, but I'm going to get out before I forget. The problem with our Kickstarters a lot of the time is like we're we're aiming at a group that's also wanting to do the same thing. Right. You know what I mean? And like it's a finite amount of resources, but the people that are that could potentially be interested or want to be a part of your project, that's a whole different right group of people. You know what I mean? It like, is. It's just a matter of like tapping into yeah, get that it. Yeah, amount, get, you know, yeah. and figuring and reaching out that critical like mass to where it just kinda Exactly. You know, Keeps exactly. Going, keeps going. But I know that this idea that I have, I feel like I could do it, but it would just take me so long because, you know, I, I can do effects to an extent and it is actually something I really enjoy is the effects, but yeah. I just don't have time. Like right now, time is literally of the essence. It's such a horrible <laughs> I sounded really stupid saying that. Yeah. Um, but I let it slide. <laughs> but I really, really don't have time. Like I need it done. And it seems like it'd be pretty simple, so I may have to talk with you and okay. see if yeah, I can. Yeah, they they send me emails at least once a week, if not more. So they're like, "Hey, wow. just check in. Anything else for yeah. us?" Yeah, nice. Yeah, so yeah. they're they're doing a lot of. Well, I don't, I don't know if I want to say that, but they're doing a lot of work for the thing that I'm the other thing, the autobiographical movie. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? It has parts. That, yes. You know, yes. <laughs> Way to be very parts with the, uh, <laughs> They're doing that thing for the other they do project the thing that for I'm the thing. doing. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, I'll get you their info. But yeah, that's that's. It's it sounds it sounds very interesting, and also, like I said, it sounds it sounds exciting in that it's a whole it's a different thing than what it is. We've been. So it's a little scary because I've never done documentaries before. I've never filmed on one, shot, like anything with documentaries. And so they're like, okay, write your synopsis. And I'm like, well, how do you do that? Because, like, I haven't filmed, like, I don't know. It could go so many places. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of the, my experience with documentaries, I worked on a few of them. But my experience, and and the stories I've heard from other people and then watching documentaries about documentaries. (laughs) This this other story always reveals itself right. in post that they never would this other direction that right. more compelling you know that you right. almost always happens that way yeah so yeah it is kind of hard to uh, put your finger on it but maybe I don't know what your main mission statement would be yeah and that's like kind of that. what I've put together and and you know but as I send it out to people I'm gonna have to kind of have that disclaimer because they're not movie people so they don't right, understand it. how it exactly. you know evolves and I feel like I've had that conversation with them but I'm just gonna have to kind of reiterate it because exactly what you just said you know as I'll even be talking to my aunt about a story and then she'll say one little piece of it and I'm like well no that's that's the story right. but you know they've lived it so to them it's just another little fact and I'm like no 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 like expand on this why did they do that and then yeah. they'll go into it and i'm like no that's that's what people are interested in so right it'll be interesting to see where it goes but i don't have at first i was like i want to start and finish this this summer like i'm going to get everything done and it was mostly because of a budget right reason but um i found out like no i'll just spread it out that way i can raise money in increments as i go yeah. through and so i don't really expect to have it done before the end of the year yeah but if i could have 
you know, editing, like, a good cut of it by next summer, I would be really happy. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, obviously, anything I can do to help. We'll talk later. (laughs) Yeah, we'll talk offline. So, Caitlin, what do you have going on? (laughs) <laughs> what potentially world-changing project do you work on? Oh, gosh. Um, well, I mean, Jordan's web series would, I think, guess would be the biggest thing. Yeah. Well, you guys so did, like, a live stream last night, didn't you? Yeah, we did. What was So what was the... So uh, our producer, Fox, was in Was that. the producer of the web series? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's helping us out a lot with um, the businessy kind of what you do, the right. business aspect of it. Um and we we're just telling our fans about what it is. It helps that your producer's name is Fox. Have you realized that? Yes, I was just You're thinking like, that. I was yeah, like, yeah, Fox is producing our web series. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, they don't really exist that. as an entity anymore, but right. still, no. you know, people don't um, think that. No, she's great though. We love her very much. Um, she's she's got so much knowledge that, like, I, some of the things she talks about, you've taught me. So, yeah. like, good, you know things. But some of the things she talks about, I don't know what that means. I'm yeah, very confused. How did you meet her? <laughs> Uh, Jordan, so Jordan works, um, as a server and he has a lot of people he meets all the time and she was one of them and they've known each other maybe two years and after the first year they started talking, he kind of told her his idea and she was like, yeah, it sounds great. And they ran with it and now they're making it a thing. And so what's the, uh, since I haven't put the other other one, I was going to maybe tag it on the end of this, but I figure we might be able to reiterate most of this stuff with our talk. So, um, so let me think of how to word it in a nutshell. Uh, there's a group of people who have abilities. I just hit the wall. And uh, of course they're just regular human beings, but there's, um, you know, the, the, the group of people with abilities that, oh my gosh, I'm hitting everything, <laughs> that hate humans and yeah. think they're um, inferior. And then there's the government people that hate the people with the abilities. And then there's just the abil- people with abilities that want to be left alone. So there's a lot of different factions of people with abilities and then the humans. And just, it's um, it focuses on a group of people that are kind of misfits. They find each other. Um, there's this one good character who is just coming into his abilities he has no idea what's happening he's like why am i why is my body doing these weird things and at the same time he's on the run from the government and uh these radicals and it's just a lot that happens it sounds a lot like the (laughs) x-men but um i feel like the characters are a bit more fleshed i mean not that the x-men aren't but these characters yeah what did you say about the x-men no i like the x-men but um i feel like they're in modern day maybe a bit more relatable if that Mm -hmm. makes sense Mm -hmm. so we have a good we have great we did a couple of um auditions we have some great actors from the area one of them is an opera singer, which is interesting. We have a lot of people that sing, so we're going to do a musical episode eventually. Of course, you have yeah, to. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> so just little things like that, I think, make it a little bit more unique. Unique, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, so have you guys started shooting on it at all, or when's no, the plan to do that? Um, we're not sure yet. We're still trying to figure out all the pre-production stuff. Yeah. But we're getting there. Have you written all the scripts already? Uh, Jordan's almost done with so he's writing he's just kind of writing whatever comes to mind and then they're going to break it up into episodes yeah so he's got he's that's I what think, I call the placeholders approach yeah that's how I write yeah. <laughs> he's written a, within the past like two weeks I think he's written about maybe 30 pages or so yeah so and how how, how long do you guys intend each episode to be is it like going to be a YouTube thing yeah. yeah about 10 to 15 minutes I yeah. think 
Yeah. And cool. a couple, like, do it in seasons. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're excited about it. Cool. Sounds sounds exciting. Yeah. Um, how large of a cast is it? Pretty big, actually. Yeah. Um, we had a cast party a couple Like a school? Ago. You'd say they have a school full of people? Not a school. Maybe about 20 people. Okay. Yeah. A class. A class, yeah. First class. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> Whoa, did that get re- really loud really quick? Re- really? All of a yeah. sudden? Okay, hold on. Wait. Uh, okay, that's better. I could, I was, I'm was. i still getting used to hearing my voice. Yeah, so it takes me to like, concentrate. <laughs> um, weird. Cool. Well, so what's, do you know, do you guys have a projected start date? I like when you're tr- sometime when you're tr- uh, when you're trying to get it done. I think we're gonna s- we're hopefully start filming in June, and then we want to get a couple episodes in the can before we start putting them out, so we can keep um, yeah. putting things out on a regular basis. Cool. Yeah. And are you part of the cast? Yes. I of play, course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to audition though. I was like, oh, I yeah. just be in it. I mean, like, did no, you really, or was it was it just? No, for I had to audition. Yeah, Jordan well, made good. me audition. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was good because I hadn't auditioned for anything in a while, so it was good to refresh that muscle. Yeah. Um, yeah I don't know how much I can say about my character. <laughs> so oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Yes. You don't have to give anything away. Cool. Well, that sounds like fun. Yeah. I look forward to seeing it. Thanks. Um, I'm wondering if we should do this. Chris said he's on the way. I kind of wanted to wait for him, but I don't know. We can we can get started on this because I think it's pretty funny. So, I have, I mentioned that, I mentioned that I had um, rediscovered my original script, and actually this is not, this is not the first script nor the first film that I shot. I did a short before this (coughs) that I think has been lost to time, (laughs) I hope. I feel like maybe there's someone out there has a copy of it, but I don't. William? No, because he wasn't in it. Um, he would, though. He would have. <laughs> That's because that was the first. I was like, man, should we read that one? Because I'm sure it's probably even more, you know, let's say rough around the edges. Um, that, that one. So <laughs> it was a short film star- <laughs> starring this girl that I had a crush on that I was working with at the Cheesecake Factory. who was an oh. actress. And uh, she's a pretty good actress, actually. Um and God, who was the lead guy? It was a couple more of the awesome people, but it wasn't William. Um, and it was, I don't even remember what the story was really. I just remember the title was What's Fucking Wrong With Your Head? And uh, actually, the, the, this is funny. This kind of loops back to something. The song that I got that line from was actually the band from done by the band who did the video that never came out. Oh, there you go. Full circle. Full circle. And I I remember the lead character, I named the lead character Tequila because I was really into John Woo movies at the time. And in uh, Hard Boiled, the lead character, Chow Yun-Fat's character is named Tequila. Mm -hmm. So I was just being real clever. Like this was totally like, around the time Pulp Fiction came out, everybody was like, chewing up and spitting out whatever movies they had seen and their movie, you know what I mean? Yeah. They were just kind of regurgitating stuff. It was the thing to do and everything was self-referential and winky wink. So, 
<laughs> I wish I would, and I I know that I wrote that in Word. It's totally formatted incorrectly. Uh, I think I shot it on SVHS, but yes. I have no idea where any of those copies would be. So we settle for <laughs> uh, Fade to Black, which is the first feature I did, and that one um, we I wrote. I want to say I wrote it when I was. It was probably 19 or 20, but I don't think we shot it until I was 21. And it came out in 2000 at a film festival. Oh, that's yeah, nice. Yeah, it played a couple of festivals, actually. Uh, and it won a couple of awards, but I, it was more. It, they were more like, uh, I almost said something that would get us in trouble. <laughs> I think you know what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, it... it it was just blue, you know, participation ribbons, basically. Mm-hmm. And one of the awards I think I got was, uh, it was because I had done, it was like an award they gave to the movie where the where one person did the most things. Mm-hmm. So I was like, was well, that, I mean, should you really be rewarding that? But yeah. anyway. I know that. Yeah, yeah. I know that story. So I have the first, it's the, it's the character descriptions. And then the first two pages, and I've highlighted some lines so that we can all. Um, I'll be. I was gonna have Chris be be Gilby, which was played by portrayed by Cesar, who is still in our circle of friends, who probably will listen to this, and he will be reading these lines in June. Um, but Chris is still not here, so I'll read those. He said he's on his way, so. Maybe he'll come in. Maybe. And then, let's see. So, Brittany, you're going to be reading Brian. Okay. But, so, it's Brianna. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's only There's only one line, um, but I think you'll get the gist of what the line is. Okay. Highlighted in yellow. We're going to all take turns reading the character descriptions here, because <laughs> I think those are fun, too. Um, Caitlin, you're going to be Julia, who's actually the lead, oh. um, who was portrayed by... One of the threesome farts girls. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be reading her role too. Cool. Um, let's not bring up that story. <laughs> I'm sure somebody will anyway. But uh, okay, so um, are you it's already? Yes. Yeah, 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 it's pretty Skipping fun. Ahead. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's like I was skimming through this, and I was like, some, I mean, some of it clearly. I was, you know, half my age, but there's a like, if I were to deny that I wrote this, you could easily forensically prove that it was me. You know what I mean? There's some stuff that's still, they're like, that's, nope, no, that's, this is you. This is you, buddy. So let's start with the character descriptions. Caitlin, why don't you go ahead and read Julius? Okay. 20-something college student who aspires to be an actress. She's pretty outspoken most times and intelligent, but has periods of naivety and vulnerability. At the beginning of the script, she's in a long-term relationship with Gib- Gib- Gilby, her live-in boyfriend. Character studies Marina Zudina in Mute Witness. Audrey that's that's me trying to be clever because yeah. that's a Russian <laughs> thriller. It's a good movie, but I was like, oh, look how smart I am. I was almost a film school. Okay, go ahead. Audrey Hepburn in Wait Until Dark. Ewan McGregor, McGregor excuse me, in Shallow Grave. Lisa Wilcox in Nightmare on Elm Street. Four and five. See, that's hilarious because you know <laughs> now she's my <laughs> yeah. friend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. Well, I don't. I don't want to give that away yet. But yeah. Okay. Well, so how long ago was this? Uh, 1999. Okay. 
Why do you ask? I was just wondering. It was de- well before I met Lisa. Were you even born in 1999? Yeah, I was born. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I was what? born in 93. Yeah, but that, I'm not that young. I wish I were. You you were born in when? 93. Okay, so you were six years old. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> How, and you're? 89. Okay, got it. <laughs> the year Nightmare 5 came out. See, I should remember it. <laughs> you should. Yeah, okay. Um, all right. Brittany, go ahead and read. Uh, I don't want to read any of these because it just makes me nervous. It makes my stomach hurt. Yeah, Brittany, go ahead and read Gilby's. Gilby, okay. 20-something college student pursuing his master's in film. At the script's beginning, he is firmly entrenched in finishing up his thesis project. A Henry Rollins type, he doesn't believe in laziness or sloth. He tends to be an overachiever and will stop at nothing to make sure the job is done right and well. He has no tolerance for anything less. His character traits stem from a harsh childhood and hard-working background. His main desire is success in the film industry. Character studies are Henry Rollins, Michael Douglas in Wall Street, Christopher Eccleston in Shallow Grave, Frank Whaley in Swimming with Sharks, and John Cusack in Gross Point Blank. Clearly, that was a bit of, uh, what's the male version of Mary Sue? Where you, like, it, you're, it's like wish fulfillment, like you're putting the idealized version of yourself in the script. It's yeah. Marty, I think it's Marty Stew is what they call it. But Yeah, so, yeah, I was not, that not being trans, or being very transparent, <laughs> yeah, so. Um, not being subtle? Is that the way you're going? No, <laughs> no, no subtlety in this whatsoever. Get, yeah, buckle in, buckle up. Uh, go ahead and read Ashes. Um, Me? Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I'm just, I'm like, I'm like, I'm looking. I'm like, okay. are any of these ones that I want to read? No, because I'm still like, still feels, I'm still raw. I thought I was ready. <laughs> so Ash is also a twenty-something college student. He's a romantic, suave, ultra smooth type. Seems to be perfect, and he nearly is. Character studies: Maxwell, LL Cool J, hey, Jet Li, Gavin Rossdale, Denzel Washington. You get the okay. idea. Give me a second. <laughs> nice. Cool. Uh, Caitlin, do you mind running down to grab Chris? Yeah. And we will continue reading. We won't start this actual script without you. Trust me. Okay. And by we, he means me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll jump in. Okay. Uh, can you get out? Yeah. Okay. As you can see, guys, if it's still recording, it looks like it is. It's uh, tight quarters in here. I have an office, but, you know, it's not a huge office. Baby steps. Where do we stop? Ash? Okay. Liz, yeah, is the next so, one. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Liz, one of Julia's best friends, also an inspiring actress, as all her friends, seems sincere, but is she? Julia has suspicions. Character studies Deborah Kara Unger in Payback and Paul Reiser in Aliens. Oh, wow. I forgot that I put that in there. Nice. <laughs> uh, okay. Catherine. Another of Liz's friends. This is an interest. There's an interesting story behind this one. Mm. Another of Liz's friends. She's more the outspoken, bitchy frat girl type, but not ignorant. Uh, as much of that type as you can be in the theater department. Ouch! Shots fired. <laughs> one of the kinds of people that goes to college to get drunk and laid constantly. Annoying as fuck. Um, I totally remember who I. I wrote this for a chick who I felt this exact way for about and she ended up not being able to do it so somebody else ended up playing this character and she showed up the first day on set in a actual cat suit 
Nice. Like that had a tail. Wow. And ears. Like it was a cat suit that was a cat suit. Wow. Yeah. She remains our friend to this day. <laughs> <laughs> she will be reading as well in uh, July. Uh, character studies, none really. She's an amalgam of many daf- different ones. I put that there so that it wouldn't seem like I was basing this on one specific person, who I absolutely was. And you but, know what? But you are. I'm pretty sure that I didn't even change the name. I'm almost positive. <laughs> yeah. Again, not subtle. Not subtle at all. <laughs> what a douchebag. Who didn't have the the skills to cover up. Our right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Honed to razor's edge on placeholders. You know, people still ask me who Aaron Pulaski is, and they always guess wrong people. Right. So it's it's funny to me to hear. Like, I wish I could just keep a list. I should who keep it a, relates yeah, to yeah, in like, other oh, people's minds. It's that part? Yeah. That's it's, funny. It's universal. Aaron Pulaski's <laughs> universal. Uh, okay. Mandy. Mandy. Of Julia's friends, she's the comic relief. Sorry, Mandy. Character studies, just be Mandy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mandy will be reading Mandy again. She's, yeah, she's excited. Uh, Isaiah, Mandy's boyfriend, sort of cynical and gruff, like Jack Black in High Fidelity, only not that fat. <laughs> but the guy that ended up doing it was actually that fat. <laughs> <laughs> Because, again, I think it was supposed to be somebody else and they couldn't do it or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. What? Okay. William. Is that me? Okay. Yeah. William. Just like our favorite gay friend, William, love musicals, horror movies, and men, except this one has a coke habit. Because it being the late 90s, everybody had a coke habit or was addicted to heroin. Like, it was every movie that was edgy. There was some sort of drug. Coke. Yeah. Coke addict. Yeah. yeah. It's, you okay? Uh, listeners, you can, you can hear the sounds of Chris struggling to move equipment. Oh. You can just leave it in the hallway. <laughs> How did everything go? Listeners, if you couldn't hear Chris's facial expression. <laughs> you got more? Okay, okay. So we'll, we got a couple minutes. We can stretch it out. Uh, you just read William, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. James, Joel, and Brian. And these are all named after real people, too. <laughs> One of which I still kind of sort of talk to. Uh, Gilby's crew on the film he's working on. They're your typical jaded film sycophants. Just like those guys in high fidelity, only with films. Man, something's never changed, huh? <laughs> Check any internet fanboy website for inspiration. We had the web at this time. I didn't realize that was a wow. thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Check any internet fanboy website for inspiration, or I'll give you my friend Doug's phone number. See, I like directly call somebody, an extra person out. You it wasn't enough to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I have so much anger. Uh, I'll, read, I'll read Jonah's because I have something to say there. So, okay. so it says, Jonah, cool as hell musician, enough said. Some things have changed drastically. I don't necessarily feel that way anymore. Um, and actually, if I remember correctly, I ended up playing that role. Did I? Yes, I did. We went to California to try to shoot some stuff and work it in, but it didn't work out. Hmm. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Well, John Stiller, typical movie reviewer. Typical how? 
typical and that he doesn't know shit. Oh, uh, yeah. I felt, I felt a certain way about film reviewers, I guess. Even back then. Even back then. <laughs> oh, and I remember exactly what brought that on. So there was... I told you that I was super into... Uh, I mentioned that I was super into John Woo's. That was when everybody was starting to discover Asian cinema, like Hong Kong cinema. Mm-hmm. And that, so John Woo had crossed over. He was making American movies. Um, the Jackie Chan stuff was getting released over here. Jet Li was starting to become a big deal. So everybody like had this you know, Asian movie fetish, basically. And, and it was just it was the thing that nerds just gravitated to after the Pulp Fiction stuff started dying off and all those types of movies, those gangster movies where everybody like talked about pop culture, like that kind of died off. And then it became an Asian thing. And if it wasn't a, an Asian movie, it was a bunch of people mimicking Asian movies like everybody had two guns, you know, they jumped through the air slow, there'd be yeah. doves and shit. <laughs> So and I was into a lot of that stuff. I'm not making fun of it. I still a lot of those are still my favorite movies to watch. But um, I read a review of um, oh my god, was it? It was Face Off, which was John John Woo's like one his first big American movie. It's not his first one. That was Hard Target. But uh, this this reviewer who wrote for the Houston Chronicle, no, he wrote for the Post at the time. The Post was still around. He eventually went to the Chronicle. Now I think he writes for Variety, oddly enough. He's still around. But he was just laying into this movie and like going in on it. You could tell it was like something personal, like more – it was more focused on the fans that liked this kind of movie Mm -hmm. than the movie itself. Like he he had a vendetta, you know. And the thing was I had just seen the movie when – like when I was reading his review of the movie – and he got he was ripping on the plot and stuff, but he was getting parts fundamentally wrong. Yeah, he even got the the sex of the child, the John Travolta's kid. He said it was like his. He kept saying it was his daughter, his daughter, his daughter. It's clearly a son. Yeah, in the movie, and so I was like, did this guy even watch it? And even watch. And then a few years later, I think there was some sort of weird controversy where. Someone called him out for falling asleep, and they were in the same screening, and he had fallen asleep, mm. and then he ripped on it. So I think it was oh. a thing, you know. Uh, so anyway, that just really – because it was about something that I liked, it right. really fucking stirred me up. So I was like, I'm gonna <laughs> like he was screw me. this guy. Yeah. yeah. You okay? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Chris Warren will be joining us just in time. <laughs> uh, you want to let Caitlin, Caitlin sit down? Yeah, she's sitting there. Oh. Okay. We saved the big comfy chair, comfy chair for you, Chris. Oh, thanks. Is there? You can drag some of that stuff in the doorway so it won't be in the way. Okay. Just to, oh, so people. I think because I think I the uh, <laughs> the eyelash lady has somebody in there. Okay. So let me reorganize myself here. Okay, Chris. So uh, what we're doing? Yes. Is we are uh, reading. Uh huh. A couple of pages from my first script, Fade to Black. Okay. And you will be, check, check, check. Am I still there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You will be portraying the character of, yeah, those are your headphones. But, yeah. Okay. There you go. All right. So you're going to be reading, uh, oh, you have Julia. Okay. I have nothing in my headphones. You have nothing in your headphones? Yeah. That's okay. It's recording. Trust me. That's fine. <laughs> you will be reading the character of Gilby, which is the lead character. Oh, okay. Which is uh, Cesar. Nice. 
Okay. Now, would you like to read over the character description to familiarize sure. yourself with the character? Sure. If you like, we will read it again. Okay. Read it again uh-huh. and, uh, you know, start thinking about your characterization and, you know, All right. your motivations as you read that. Okay. Uh, so do I need to read this? Yes, okay. please. All right. So Gilby, 20-something college student pursuing his Scoop master's in film. At the script's beginning, he is firmly entrenched in finishing up his thesis project. A Henry Rollins type. He doesn't believe in laziness or sloth. He tends to be an overachiever and will stop at nothing to make sure the job is done right and well. He has no tolerance for anything less. His character traits stem from a harsh childhood and a hard-working background. His main desire is success in the film industry. Character studies. Henry Rollins, Michael Douglas in Wall Street, Christopher Eccleston in Shallow Grave, Frank Whaley in Swimming with Sharks, and John Cusack in Gross Point Blank. Go ahead. I'm pretty sure I know who I need to do here. It's oh, good. yeah? Yeah. Just, was, yeah. Okay. It's I'd pretty, like to see you do this person. I, it's going to be very hard. <laughs> Some people think you sound like this person already. I know. I get a lot. <laughs> I just saw someone. Did I tell you about when I saw someone do an impression of me recently? I caught them not realizing they were doing it. Really? Yeah, and I couldn't even be mad because it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Like, I knew exactly what they were doing. <laughs> it was somebody in Cyber. Nice. You were there, I feel like. Okay, I think I was, yeah. yeah. Was I, was um, I couldn't even be mad. Before we start this reading, can yeah. I get a San Pellegrino? Oh, yeah. Would you like uh, orange or <laughs> lemon? Orange. Would you like a slice of pizza as well? Mm, I'll get that later. Okay. Just Once. like Chris, man, showing up and then starting to man. I know, things. man. Just like, like a lead actor. <laughs> late and everything. All right. <laughs> Not my fault I was late, by the way. Well, <laughs> while I'm doing that, getting that together for you, why don't you... So, Brittany went over what she was up to, like okay. Orphan Train, all that. Okay. Just give us a quick rundown on what you've been doing. Because I think the last episode we did was uh, us bitching about... Um, I know that doesn't help. I need to be more specific. <laughs> but, um, Tennessee, Kentucky, where were we at? The last episode we did, we... Kentucky. Did Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah. So, go. Um, so, what have I been doing since? Uh, let's see. I've Actually, we've already recorded that podcast, but the Oklahoma stuff, that all happened. Um, and then, after that, came back and, from Oklahoma, did a shoot here in Houston that's now on BET Her. And then, after that, as I... Crack up with my San Pellegrino. Uh, and then from that, went and did uh, Orphan Train with Brittany. Uh, that was an interesting one, which I'm sure we'll talk about later or something. Um, and then after that, uh, yeah, getting ready to go back to L.A. for a, another Lifetime movie. So that'll be pretty fun. But, yeah, it's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Oh, did the thing in Austin, too, with Claire and them, uh, the Snapchat stuff. Can you talk about that and what's happening with it? Uh, I mean, I can't go into too much detail. Like, I can tell you that we've done it and that it's going to go on Snapchat. That's and it's about, a series. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It'll be a TV, like a, well, quote-unquote TV series that will go on Snapchat. Yeah. And that was so, with, um, they actually really wanted me to work on it real bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was, going circling back to some stuff we were talking about in the beginning, that was, I love these people that were doing it. I've worked, I've they're friends from LA I've worked on stuff with and I've had great experiences with but I had to just be like Mm-mm. yep I can't not for even if they had offered me 10 times it I probably would have said that you know because it just 
Can't do it. Got to work on my own shit. I, however, have not learned my lesson, and I'm still doing Well, you're it. still young. You got yeah. time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it only took me time. two days, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> Just yeah. kidding. You just need to do some time in the ICU. <laughs> no, I'm good. It gives you time to think nope, and reflect don't. on your I, life I, choices. No, I don't want that in my life. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. Well, let's go back to a simpler time. <laughs> okay. A happier time. A happier time, would say. We? Not really, once we start reading. Uh, um, who's reading the action here? I will, of course. Oh, okay, all right. So we're doing this. Who else would be the omniscient narrator? All right. All right. So, as we begin, fade to black. <clears throat> Interior soundstage, day. Long shot of Julia walking from an as yet indeterminate point onto the soundstage shooting set. She traverses through sets being put up, taken down, actors milling about, etc. She finally approaches Gilby, who looks a bit surprised and guiltily at her when she arrives. Gilby, talking to production assistants. Well, I think for this next shot, we should get a dolly tracking shot. So you may not know this about acting, Chris, but you don't have to read the... Uh, I was reading it for the podcast. No, that's, the don't, don't. Knows who I'm talking to. Because <laughs> they don't know I'm talking to production assistants. It's fine. Okay, fine. I won't read it anymore. <laughs> Do we have to read the names so they know who's? No, you, if no, don't, no, don't. Okay. okay. Yeah, let, let's try. So let's restart let, that let, again. Let, yeah, yeah. Let's let's go back to the. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. Yeah. So, well, no, that's fine because it's something I should have done. I should have incorporated who's in it in the setting because I guess it is kind of important. Um, so he's working on the film set. He's working the, the aforementioned douchebags that we mentioned in the character descriptions. Mm -hmm. The people that work, it's. The same. The thing is, like, I almost don't have to describe it because it's the shit we bitch about constantly. <laughs> yeah. Some things haven't changed in you know twenty years. Right. Um, so uh, the people on the set are Gilby, Brian, Joel, and then Julia will eventually show up. Brian is now Brianna. Yes. And then I'll be Joel. Got it. Okay. Okay. And I'll I'll try to do my best Joel voice. Oh, okay. <laughs> because I didn't, as we discovered when you were coming in. Yeah. I didn't change some of the names of the people I was ripping on. Oh, I learned. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. So, Gilby. Well, I think for this next shot, we should get a dolly tracking shot. That compositional choice really does nothing for me. There's no energy. You've got to breathe life into the shot. You know, give me something I've never seen before. It just doesn't grab me. James and Joel nod their heads in agreement. The way that, that Sedaris sets up some of his shots is really amazing. <sighs> and you should really think of restaging the gun sequence. The bullet will discharge this way, and then... Hey, what's up? Um, not much. What are you doing here? I was just curious, and wanted to check out this graduate thesis project that you're spending all of your time on. Well, I'd love to show you around, Jules, but I'm sort of in the middle of a real important shot, and I can't really stop to talk right now. We've go to get this. It's supposed to be God, but good job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm like, how am I supposed to say this? Uh, I think got... I typed this out on an actual word processor. Oh, got you. So there's no spell check. Got you. <laughs> we've got to get this one day because we're already behind schedule. This one today, excuse me. Let's do that. Start over. We've got to get this one today because we're already behind schedule. I've got to get the rough cut over to John Stiller to the screen. John Stiller, the film critic for The Chronicle? I thought you hated him and thought he was cinematically retarded. I do, but look, I don't have time to explain. I'll be happy to tell you everything when I get home, though. 
And there are air quotes around cinematically retarded. That's a quote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't willingly write the R word. Someone said that about him. Things you can't say now. Uh, Gilby starts hurrying Julia out. Julia glances over and sees Liz, her best friend, milling around on the edge of the set. What's she doing here? Who, Liz? Oh, she was just dressing the set a little for me. She has showed up and insisted that she help out, and I couldn't run her off, yet I'm getting ready to make her leave. Uh, okay. She catches Liz's eye and waves tentatively to her. Liz smiles big and waves back. You're sure that there's nothing between the two of you? Who, me and Liz? Julia, she's your best friend. It would be in bad taste. Julia stops and gives him the look. What look is that? Oh, you're going to have to wait. I just want to say real quick that, Chris, your best line was, uh, because we're already behind schedule. And I think it's because you say that a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That was real. It just came real natural. You really felt it it in that one. Just flowed out of there. (laughs) Yeah, so, and it, yeah, it, uh, it gets better slash worse, for sure. (laughs) So, just wait. Just wait. What's funny is that I don't think, I think I've sort of mentioned this on the podcast before, but now we'll have, once we go through the whole thing, we'll have real context. But there is a movie that came out in, um, I want to say it was like 2002, 2003, that uh, pretty much was the sa- not just the same story as Fade to Black, but like the beats were very similar too. And this was before, like, you know, I wouldn't have sent it out to anybody, but it was just, like, it was weird to, like, because my first reaction was not the reaction I had when I saw someone I had actually stolen my movie. That happened later. Yep. This, this re- I was like, oh, oh, that's what it would be like if we did it the right way. <laughs> <laughs> and it had, uh, God, who's the Hispanic actor that was in it? Gabriel, Gabriel? I don't know. It's, it's a guy that was fa- pretty, pretty, famous at the time and I think oh you know who the the Ash character was in that movie it was uh, fucking what's his name Doctor Strange Benedict oh, Cumberbatch what? Yeah, yeah it was like one of the first things that he had done I didn't realize that until I tried to look up the movie again and I was like holy shit he was in that <laughs> nice but he's, his character serves the exact same purpose it was weird it was weird yeah but uh, yeah I look forward to I was we mentioned earlier that we're doing the live reading of this in July. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With most of the returning cast. So it'll be interesting. I know I'm going to have to leave the room at some points. Or <laughs> I have to tie myself to the chair so I don't leave the room. Um, and since most of these people were there the first time around, I and one of the people that was in the movie as my girlfriend was my girlfriend, who I wrote into a movie dating a person that was obviously me who was cheating on her who I then cheated on we're gonna get some good stuff basically <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna get very interesting we're all still friends it's fine but you know I told I was like hey roasting is totally okay like that make it funny but you know within reason I don't wanna <laughs> <laughs> don't push it too far guys uh, I also I think one thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna the I thought about this when we started reading the lines and it started talking about her walking around in the beginning. Uh, that part is just her walking to music and 
I ended up scoring it with songs from my old band, like instrumental versions of the songs. So I think I'm going to play all the music live, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and probably because I'm like, I know I can do it better now, so I'm going to do that. So that should all be fun. And it will give me something to focus on. If I'm getting embarrassed about what they're actually saying, I'll just look down. <laughs> kind of like when I was in the band. I'm like, oh, these guys. Oh, God. <laughs> Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? So, Well, thank you for breathing life into my 22-year-old project. Yep. A uh, little bit. Just a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah, just a, just a little taste. A little it's a taste. teaser. Yeah. It's yeah. a teaser for what is to come. Um, if Cesar can't show up, you can be Gilby. Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> he was the first person to be like, I'm in. <laughs> so, so I'm sure no matter what, him and William are definitely going to be in Yeah, there. for sure. Um, so what you kind of blew through what you had had going on. Any any stories to tell? I know you did. I know you have some. Any stories you want to tell? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, pretty <laughs> crazy ones. I mean, if we're ready for some craziness, sure. I don't know how much did you go over. I didn't. Oh, really? You just, <laughs> I just said I went to Colorado with Chris. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, yeah, it was Colorado was interesting. Um, yeah. Was Anything you want to slash can talk about? Um, no, I'm just kidding. I mean, <laughs> no. so the rough redacted. Cut, I can, redacted. I can redacted. say this: the rough cut's already done. Yeah, from what I hear. Oh, I didn't yeah. say that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you already said that. Well, Forgot. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> and then that that, um, rem- that that's when I was like, oh yeah, well, we've been working ten years on movies. So. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> God, I hope that one's done. Steve, uh, so, uh, yeah. Side note: Steve, <laughs> I found <coughs> having finally seen Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to ask Steve what he had actually done on Captain Marvel until I saw the movie because I didn't want to ruin anything for myself. And so I was like, hey, I can, you know, I saw it, so what'd you work on? Have you seen it? No. Okay, well, I'm going to ruin it for you. <laughs> Never mind. It's fine. Go ahead. That was such a, like, lead up into I'm, nothing. Did you, have you guys so, seen the movie? Do you no, care? I haven't seen okay. it. Okay. Do you I'm care? Literally about it's a small care. part of the movie. I'm literally about to see Avengers okay. before. Right, right. So <laughs> anybody else that's listening to this that hasn't seen Captain Marvel that cares about a small part of the plot, that doesn't want it spoiled. Skip ahead like you know two minutes or whatever. Okay, so I asked Steve. I was like, "Hey, I finally saw it. What did you work on?" And he was like, "Well, I did the you know the final battle where she kind of wrecks all the ships. You know, she there's just a big you know she blows up spaceships that are, and it's pretty awesome. But he also worked on the um, so the cat is not a cat. It's a flurkin. Oh yeah, it's an alien that." It's got tentacles that shoot out of its mouth, like nice. lots of them, and it will you know, beat people up, but it also eats the tesseract and holds on to. But the tent, I was like, "Oh, you did the tent." He's like, "Yeah, that's what made me uniquely positioned to sort of work on your to do those for you." And I was like, "Did you steal those? Are awesome tentacles. Can you steal those tentacles?" He's like, "No, I couldn't get all the elements." But it's, I thought I found it funny because when I was watching it, and the tentacles shot out of the cat. I was like. I wonder if that was Steve. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Some of those tentacle textures look familiar. Right. Because for those that don't know, he's uh, zhuzhing up some Imago tentacles for us. Yes, he's making some things Yeah, he kind of saved their Way butts. better. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I just thought that was funny. But anyway, yeah. um, I took that opportunity to talk about our movie that's been 10 years, a decade in the making. Yep. yep. That we're almost done with, thank goodness. And that hopefully soon listeners can actually find out what the new name is eventually. Right. We danced around that already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure we have. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, I'm just walking into late to everything. But it makes it it kind of funny. Of course. Of course. (laughs) So anyway. Um, So Colorado was cold. Um, 
Let's see. We were out there. Well, I was out there for almost three months. Because when did, did you go out? We were talking about this. I left. Let's see. I went to L.A. in November. And then. Because you actually came home for Christmas. That's correct. I remember you being gone and coming back yeah. and then leaving again. Basically, I went to L.A. in November. We shot there for a week. Then we took off to Colorado from there. Um, and then pretty much December up to Christmas, I was in Colorado. Yeah. And then came home and then literally drove to Brittany's and went right back. Um, we I think what we left the 27th? The 26th. 26th. So yeah, it was like the day after Christmas, essentially. It was just like, gotta go. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah we got up there oh the, did you talk about that crazy storm we mm-hmm. went through so like driving up there this should have been an omen well you know we didn't <laughs> we didn't think about it um crazy rainstorm that came through texas no, it seriously looked like you were driving into hell it was like yeah. clear blue sky perfect and then it was a line yeah and it was black and green and i was driving and literally looked at chris and i was like are we doing this (laughs) like do we keep going straight like i actually don't like i'm a little freaked out driving into this line of darkness yeah it was it was nuts because once you went underneath it it literally like it almost was like night yeah and we were like okay let's find a place to eat and pull over and chill Yeah, this is a good time to stop yeah (laughs) that's a pretty appropriate metaphor i think yeah but then so it wasn't just that then oh but wait there's more there's more uh, so then, as we were going towards Oklahoma, no, we were going away from Oklahoma. We were going like through Texarkana, I think. No, we were, that's other You're way. Going. <laughs> I'm going the way wrong, way wrong way. Sorry, I'm tired. Um, so going out New of Mexico. Texas into New Mexico is what I'm thinking. Uh-huh. Um, basically, as we were doing that, all of a sudden, middle of the night, snowstorms hits. Like, and it's bad. Like, we were like, oh, okay, we can drive through this. No big deal. <laughs> we're, like, and passing 18-wheelers that are pulled over. <laughs> yeah. And they're, like, eh, looking at you, like, putting their arms. Like, it's what? not like they do this for a living <laughs> yeah, or anything. Yeah. We'll, we'll just we'll keep just, going. We'll just keep going through this. And I'll have another piece of pizza while you tell me the story. Then we, like, looked up and literally, like, I remember looking up and I remember you going, does it seem like we're not moving? <laughs> Because literally, it was like the snow was falling just the right way where it was like, it didn't, it really didn't feel like the car was moving. Like, I was like, wait a minute. So then we were like what? freaking each other out yeah. because we were like, I looked down and I'm like, we're going like 40. Yeah. It feels like we're running in place. Yeah. We were not moving. It, it was, was nuts. Weird. It was definitely nuts. And how long, anyway. how long were you in that weather? Uh, we ended up stopping because it was just like, there's no Probably way. like 15 minutes, yeah. yeah. We we literally drove until we found a hotel, like the next hotel we found, which then had to be the next five hotels we found because everybody else decided to stop right. for the yeah. winter. And yeah, what part of town was this? I mean, not town. Um, what part of the, Texas was this? No, it was New Mexico. It yeah. was like Santa Rosa or something. Mm. I don't something know. crazy. Because I, I remember it was like, well, we could make the drive in a night. And then it was like, no, we're not doing this now with the snow. Yeah, we only had like four hours left yeah. to get to Durango. and But it was just yeah, crazy. Yeah, rough four hours. Yeah. Um, so then we get to Colorado. Uh, and I had already done a test test shoot. In quotations, um, which was okay. I mean, it wasn't amazing, but it was okay. Um, there was things going on. We were dealing with a lot of stuff. Um, but then we add kids, wagons, horses. We had dogs, if I remember right. That was a, that was when we left Durango and went to. The no, other. we had dog. We were not supposed to have dogs, yeah, but there but we were had dogs. dogs. Yeah, yeah. 
So just strays. <laughs> they yeah, just, just like, well, they were on this guy's dogs, land. Ranch or cat, dogs. Yeah, there were mm-hmm. ranch dogs that were just on this guy's land, and he never put them up. So they were always running around. So we had to run them off half the time. And <clears throat> anyway, it was it was an interesting job. Let's put it that way. It was mm-hmm. very cold. Um, we were battling the elements pretty much every day. Well, we um, had our drive. Yeah, the drive every morning and night. That's what killed me. Yeah, the drive was an hour. Hour. It was hour on a good day. On a snowy, like when snow had just hit, it was like an hour and a half. Like yeah. Guaranteed hour and a half to and from. So you're talking Jeez. three Around hours. Mountains yeah. On like a one way. And you guys are shooting for how long? 12 hours? Uh, no, no. We. I mean, I'll say this. We never really, but that was partially because I was more worried about the weather. We never really went over 10 normally. But still, <clears throat> you add the hour there and hour back, that's 12-hour day. But it's not like but, hour on the highway. It's like yeah. gripping the steering wheel mm-hmm. because you're going to fall off the mountain because it just snowed six inches. Yeah. Mind it, you. And there's elk. There was, I think oh there was God. a total. And there's elk. There's elk. There was a total of. 14, I thought. 14 cars that went off the road. Um, during this trip, <clears throat> so that was fun. One was an actual RV, the other one was the director's truck. Uh, uh, just basically every rental that they rented went off the road. Because you drive them like a rental. Yeah, um, it was just like nuts. when you say off the road, you mean like well, they didn't go like no, like they like it was like falling into a ditch here. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like it wasn't like we had one incident that wasn't even really our our fault. It was more on the lady. Who was driving? Who? I mean, I say she should have known better, but at the same time, not her fault that her company gave her a, you know, not four by four vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was driving, and she went off. She actually went off the cliff. Oh my god! Um, oh she, wow! She went off the cliff and like she just slid basically. Yeah, I mean she was okay. Um, she was fine. Like, yeah, she okay. totally was fine. And then she actually, from what I, the story I hear is that she actually scared the tow truck driver because she was more fine than he was about the fact that she went off a cliff like she got out and was just like i'm good what are we doing about this vehicle and he's <laughs> like he's like ma'am you just rolled off like a ve- like a cliff like <laughs> how are you okay um but yeah so there was that and then i'm trying to think what else i really want to talk about uh, did I mention kids? Yeah, we had, a bu- <laughs> we had a bunch of kids. Bunch, bunch of kids for like the first four weeks of shooting. And that was crazy. In the snow. In the snow. Mm-hmm. Most of them were sick, so they were spreading the virus. No. Pretty much 24-7. Every, and- <laughs> everyone got sick. I was like one of the last ones to go down. But it like, I, I guess my body was just pushing so much that I... Eventually, I just quit fighting. My body quit fighting, and it was like, okay, time to get sick. And it wasn't just time to get sick. It was like, you're going to be bedridden for two days. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but that was stress on top of everything else. Like, it all was just, it all hit me. And uh, I was think that while I, you were shooting? or Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, I had to take two days off. So, um, did someone's, were they off days already, or did someone No. Well, so I got sick on the off day. Um, and I remember going, oh, shit, I'm actually getting sick. And I was like, maybe I can catch this. So I started downing, like, emergency and all kinds of stuff just to try to get ahead of it. I mean, luckily, the next two days weren't too – like, I literally got sick when we released all the kids. Mm-hmm. So, like, we let all the kids go pretty much except for three. 
which was the main the mains, and then they were there for two more days, which the two days they were there for, I wasn't there the last two days. Um, and luckily those were easier, quote-unquote, days. Um, they were much easier. Yeah, one was literally, like, in a one location. They were literally just shooting at a cabin. And then the other one, I can't remember what exactly that day was, but it was easier for no, sure. I thought you were about, I thought you only missed one day, but mm-hmm. you missed two. It was okay, two. I don't remember yeah, what happened that yeah. second one. The second one, I... Th- oh, no, I do. The, yeah, they were both pretty... Yeah, easy. they weren't too... Sorry, I'm leaning back. Um, Got to get up on that mic. Yeah, sorry. Uh, they they were easier days, but they, you know, they had their own complications. The fact that I wasn't there, they had this other guy that they had brought in to supposedly help produce, but then they were also like, oh, you can help the AD department. I was like, bro, I don't need help. Like, I'm good. I've got my my crew is good like quit worried about that um so i kind of had to put that down that was interesting um but then once he noticed what was really going on he actually backed off and said i'm just gonna go sit in the office you take care of this craziness that's going on Mm. so he took off and then yeah i mean it was just just plowing through it just plow it we were that's all we were doing we literally were just plowing through this shoot like it was it was fine to an extent. I mean, there's just a lot of things we were dealing with and a lot of things we had to deal with, you know? Yeah. So, and I mean, to be quite honest, there was, it, you take like the movie that we did the first time in Colorado, which is a big, it's a bigger movie. I mean, we had animals, we had mountains, we had snow, we had all, I mean, we were in a higher elevation at that point. Um, and then compare this movie that he wrote, <clears throat> it, he, jumped like 15 scales but didn't mm-hmm. jump the budget 15 scales right so it was like trying to make the same trying to make a bigger movie on the same budget that was a movie that wasn't that didn't need that big of a budget where this one needed the budget mm-hmm. um and i think we pulled it off for what needed to be done you know um and it pulled it off well for what happened including rewriting because so the last week of shooting we literally took off to new mexico Mm -hmm. and it was like hey we're gonna move we're gonna uproot from colorado we're gonna go to new mexico we're gonna shoot the rest of the movie there because we need an actual town something that looks like a town so new mexico has old western sets that are built up with like saloons and all that stuff so i was like oh okay that's and it was it was like what six hours no, it was like three. Yeah, it wasn't that far away. Yeah. The travel wasn't that far to get into New Mexico from where we were, which was where the hell were Pagosa. Okay. We were in Pagosa, um, so it wasn't that bad of a drive. But once we got there and got set up, then he comes to me, and goes, "Chris, I've rewrote, I've wrote, I've written a new scene into this," and I was like, "Oh, really?" And it's supposed to be the start of the movie, and it is literally this gigantic battle scene that's like. If I remember, I think it was four pages long, four or five pages long. And I mean, it's just fight after fight after fight after fight. Explosions, explosions. Like, I'm like, dude, this is like a four-day shoot. Like, in reality, like, to do this right, you know what I mean? Like, to do this even remotely right, you know? Mm -hmm. So, he was like, well, we only have... I was like, I only scheduled... Because the original part of it was... He was supposed to just be in a bunker with his son, and that was right. really all it was supposed to be. Um, I literally was like, dude, I've only budgeted, like, 
I've only scheduled not budget. I've only scheduled this to be a half a day, realistically. And he's like, "Well, we're gonna have to make it a day and a half." I was like, "Okay." So, yeah, it was it was crazy. I mean, we we got it. I, I haven't seen the cut yet. I'm I'm excited to see it and see what it what it has become. Yeah. From all the obstacles and things we went through, because um, hopefully it turned out really well. Um, but yeah, it was it was crazy to say the least. There was just a lot going on. Um, the very last day, I know you were very very perturbed, uh, Brittany. The fact that the entire AD department was actually in the movie. So. Um, I think I was the only person who wasn't in the movie besides much. our DP. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. At you that know. point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At that moment. Basically, it at was, that scene. <laughs> yeah, which is the last scene, which is us wrapping the shoot. And originally, it was supposed to just be me. Yeah. Because I was gonna have Rachel take over because he was like, I just need to cast this role. He's like, Chris, will you do it? I was like, That's fine. I don't care. Because I knew Rachel could handle it. Um, for the last, it was the last scene of the last day. It wouldn't have been a big deal. Well, then he pulls Rachel. Then he he pulled my entire AD department basically to be yeah. in. Yeah. Um, which I thought, okay, we can handle this. It's not a big deal. Um, no, but even other random people, like our PAs yeah, got put into it. I mean, every the, single person the, that... The, um, <laughs> our so, special effects supervisor got so pulled into it. Yeah. When you mentioned this earlier, Brittany, the way... I don't know you can't, if it's on the video. You, it does, I don't know if it reads... But the way you said it and the look on your face, what I get from that is, why wasn't I in the movie? Is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no that, why everybody but me? That yeah. part I didn't care about. It was just trying to get did, like. Did the, you really not care about it? I really though? didn't. I really didn't. It didn't bother Because they did ask if I wanted they, to be okay. in it. And I was just like, I'm going to be like your last resort. So go find other people not knowing they would. To, go find these you know, guys. Yeah. Important people. <laughs> yeah. But, no, it was just because, like, there was things in the background and, you know, like, continuity-type right. things wrong and, you know, our beloved DP, whom I love very much, um, likes to jump all over different lines. and <laughs> So I'm trying to, like, bring order. Harness but then him. people are, like, kind of celebrating because it's the final scene on the final day. Right, and then right. also, like, they're all dressed up. And nobody's listening, and I don't have anybody to tell people to stop walking outside. And it's just, it was like, yeah. all right, well, y'all just shoot this, and I'm going to watch <laughs> it on this little monitor. Yeah, and that's, that's pretty much what happened, because, I mean, literally, they, and I didn't know they were going to do this. Like, they pulled my PAs, which, I mean, we didn't, from day one, you remember, we I, I kept saying, we don't have enough PAs, we don't have enough PAs. Um, <clears throat> and they pulled literally every single one of them to be in the saloon, because, the fact that we uprooted and moved, they had already found extras to be in the saloon and right, we were going to do it in Colorado, but yeah. because we moved to New Mexico, we didn't have anybody. Yeah. And a couple, they had reached out and a couple people did show up, but it wasn't enough to actually fill the saloon. So I totally understand why he did it. It's just one of those where it was like, uh, who's going to run the set? So basically, like I was trying to run the set, act, and do a bunch of other shit. Same right. thing with, like, Rachel was trying to help me do all that, but it was like, I couldn't lock. I couldn't be in the saloon, lock up outside, and try to actually like run the set all at once because I didn't have PAs outside to lock up the, just lock up exterior so nobody crossed. Right. Or you know, telling our catering service who's happy that it's our last day and they're blaring music and like screaming and hollering and throwing shit in their 
um, van so they can, or not van, their trailer so they can go back to LA. You know what I mean? They didn't care. They were like, who gives a shit? Like, we're done. So they were just like trying to get out, you know? Yeah. So it was just a bunch Which of meant that. the coffee was also gone. Oh, yeah. Right. For that entire last scene. Yeah. So they had I to mean, go to like Dunkin' Donuts or something in the in town. Yeah. It was nuts, to say the least. So, uh, Caitlin, you, you still in? Yeah, always. <laughs> oh, man. I was talking Just about wait. the reason that we're going to have her here <laughs> is uh, to balance out all the jaded cynicality. Yeah. yeah. I actually had forgotten about that day until you mentioned it. So yeah. I, must I can see it's, it like, it's like really stirring some <laughs> shit up. And, you know, I was like, like, that was actually an okay shoot for me. And then he mentioned that. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, her, your face started. I was like, yeah. Brit- Brittany now looks like I imagine I look all the time. Yeah. I think one of the hardest struggles we had on that shoot was the, I mean, it was just dealing with the cold and being a bigger crew. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, where Great Race wasn't a big crew and everybody, it was weird. Like, everybody was cold on Great Race, but the, I don't remember us compl- like as much complaining about it being so cold. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's because we were on top of a mountain yeah. where their sun is closer to you. That's so. true. So maybe we were all warmer and just didn't know it. Um, I don't think it ever hit a negative degree uh, on the first one. I totally did. This time it was negative for the majority of the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was a couple days that it did. Like that, I remember opening the door. I was like, "Not today, Satan!" And I just shut the door. <laughs> like this was days off. Like it was like negative five, negative seven, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Nope." No. Really? Yeah, that happened. No great. Not in that one. Yeah, yeah, that definitely <laughs> happened. Um, huh. I, I mean, most of it was days off. That's why yeah. I don't think you probably remember it too much because we also would like we would nobody would get up. Right. You know what I mean? Because we were all just basically drunk and hungover and trying to recuperate. So. Yeah. Um, but I do remember one self medicating. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I do remember going outside one day, and I was like, "Huh, I'm just gonna walk outside real quick and have a cigarette." And I walked out and I opened the door, and I was just like, "Nah!" Shut the door, went back and got underneath yeah. the covers because it was so cold. So, um, what are you, you're about to go back out west to work on something? That's correct. Yeah, it's. Uh, I can't say too much about it. I mean, I can tell you that it's a lifetime movie. It's another lifetime movie. It's yeah. with one of the directors I worked on, worked with in Oklahoma. Yeah. Um. So that's really cool. Um. That you know he enjoys working with me and wants to yeah. continue. So we'll have so. to. So we'll probably record a few more, probably without you or check in with you. Yeah, that's fine. But we kind of we got used to it earlier. Uh, okay. Yeah, when you weren't here. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> got used to not recording with me. That's awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Making jokes about you while you're not here to defend mm, of yourself. Of course, that would be expected. <laughs> Excellent. On a gig that I got you, so it's not like I can complain to you. <laughs> yeah. On a gig that I got you, that's helping us pay for post production on yep. the so yep. yeah, we can't really complain. Part of the whole it. reason why I was like, eh, I'm late. Yeah, I Deal don't get it. it. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, for the kids. Yeah. It's for the kids. <laughs> it's for the kids' house. Yeah. So, but no, yeah, I'm going back out there and then. And while you're out there, you're. Probably gonna speaking of post production, yes, on Imago, yes. So I'm gonna meet up with Steve. the colors, yes. Yeah. Hope maybe Greg too while yeah. you're out there. So get so it done. Get to look at some stuff and hear some stuff and see what we're doing. Yep, it's nice to have people working for you that have an actual timeline that exactly. do what they're supposed to. That do what they're supposed to, and I don't, you know, we don't actually have to get lawyers involved to try to uh, actually make things happen. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yep. Can't wait till it's done. Yep. Same here. And then on to the next one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Uh, we talked about the uh, kind of the groundwork that I'm laying for all that shit. Oh, okay. So, cool. cool. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Hopefully that all works out. Yep. Yep. I hope so too. I need to do something before I go crazy. Yeah. Well, my whole thing is like I just want to start doing stuff for us and not not that I don't mind helping people. Let me clarify, but like I do. I, do I was about not to say we made it pretty clear that we don't want to Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. N- not at all. And money won't even help. Like <laughs> unless it's a life-changing amount. Yeah. And like it's That's understandable nah, though. Nah. For me right now, yeah. it's like I don't mind helping people, but Chris, the opinions of Chris Warren do not reflect <laughs> the opinions of the podcast at large. Yes. Well, but at the same time, I want to start making my own stuff and start actually directing instead of yeah. assistant directing the entire. That's yeah. not what I want to do for the rest. Well, of Well, it's a thankless job, Absolutely. but you know, it's like it's. I get so many emails, and it's like I wish. I always, the, the Hulk thing becomes even more, you know, like the end of the I'm Lee Hulk where the take it all yeah, thing, like that all. joke. Or even like the end of The Crow where he grabs Top Dollar and yep. through touch gives him all the bad memories, you know, and that's kind of what knocks him off the roof and kills him. Okay. It's like he gets, because all that at once is like a shock to your system. Ooh, like here's like, 10 hours of suffering. Yeah, I just want to, I get so many emails to this day that where people are like, hey man, we're putting something together. We'd really like you to help us out. Would you, you know, provide some support or help us out? Or, uh, you know, we can't pay you anything, but just be a producer for us. And I'm like, no, man. Are you crazy? Like, yeah. seriously? Have you, do you pay attention? Like, clearly yeah. you're not even paying attention. Yeah, exactly. To what? Because I spend 90% of my time complaining about this stuff. But I'm like, you, you don't you don't realize like how much the how how much of this I've been doing for how long and for how little return. Oh, absolutely. You know, so what makes you think that I'm going to continue to do that for you for literally nothing, you know, for something that I don't care about. That's ridiculous. Yep. You know, but and they still want to they still are like, well, I'll send the email see what he says. Yeah, it's like you should know the answer by now. And they get put off, you know. And I and I never give them that answer I'm like oh yeah kind of busy or I'll just ignore them you know but they get so offended I'm like man this is how so if nothing else this was a test (laughs) to see if you could you know because this is the reality of it Mm -hmm. dude like you know if you if you don't if you're not ready for that on a grand on a huge grand scale then you're not ready for that like you're not you're not cut out for this stuff man no you know so, yeah, it's, a, it's it's a battle that I continually fight. <laughs> well, and it's not as easy as it sounds. Like, no. all these people are like, oh, I'm going to go make a movie. I'm like, oh, yeah, have fun. Like, call me in two weeks. Call me in a month when you're done and see what it really feels like. You know? Right. Well, and so many, like, you know, having done this for so long, like so many people, like we're getting ready to go to Frightmare again. Against my better judgment, but it's kind of like a vacation. It's a vacation. Really, I'm going because Lisa and Robert are going to be there. You know, friends, I want to see them. Why are you explain this? Can I have a slice of pizza, please? Yeah, I asked you a minute ago. You I know. Well, yeah. I'm saying, yeah. while you, because I knew I had to talk and I didn't want to yeah. eat yeah. Well, I'm out. You're like, oh, he's off on a jack. Let me. Um, but, you know, the, that brings up 
because that so that show's been going on for I think this was the twelfth year, right? Was is that right? Because the first one was the year we did witchcraft, so oh five. So, so this would be like what, right. yeah, thirteenth, fourteenth year maybe. Anyway, um, and there were so many people around that time that were like everybody was like yeah we're filmmakers too you know mm-hmm. and like. None of it, they've all fallen by, fallen by the wayside. It's like Ten Little Indians, you know what I mean? Like, no one's left on the train, <laughs> everybody's gotten killed. Uh, and it's uh, uh, it's it just makes me think, you know, like you got clearly you weren't as into it as you said you were because you don't have what it takes to you're not driven, like, you don't, you don't feel a need to continue doing this no matter what, you know, as soon as it got hard, you fucking checked out, right? You know. Uh, or as soon as it wasn't fun and it was actually a job or as soon as people got tired of writing checks to fund your you know you know ego project you, you were like no nah, I'm not gonna it's not worth it to me because I can't I can't figure out I can't figure out a way to make this fulfill my ego and maybe pay some bills that I couldn't pay if I hadn't fooled people into thinking I was a director um, yeah so there's uh, I've seen a lot of that happen over the course of all this time and uh, I don't know what it, I don't know how I don't know how to fe- well I do know how to feel about being like sort of one of the last men standing but it, I'm conflicted about it because like at the, uh, part of me is like yeah fuck you guys but the other, there's a huge part of me it's like uh, am I is it just taking me longer to figure out figure this out <laughs> no. and I know that's not really the case but like I said I still kind of second or third guess myself like you know why why am I doing this? I think that's a natural thing, though, to do. Yeah. It's scary. She speaks. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm observing. Uh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that's oh yeah. Good. Feel free. Wow. Spill, spill garlic sauce all over my office. Oh, my God. That's a pretty good metaphor, you guys, uh, for what's going on. And for those of you that are just listening, Chris just spilled garlic sauce all over the carpet in my office. That, uh, you can't really see it. No, it will no. forever smell like garlic. No, I know. It won't. That's not a bad thing. Especially now that summer's coming around. It's going to get hot in here. <laughs> yep. No vampires. <sighs> what? He's not even sorry. <laughs> he spilled some <laughs> more. Put it on a plate. He's no not, way, animal. He's not even Spilling sorry, more. man. <laughs> also, another pretty good metaphor. <laughs> Where are the plates? <laughs> I'll, I'll get one for you. <laughs> I've never handed a plate to begin with. You have a box. Well, I didn't know if somebody else wanted some. <sighs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. Um, I do, I mean, like, the the rational part of me knows. Uh, I guess what the truth is, but I still, just, it's, everything is so, at this point, everything is so heightened and raw that it's like I literally go from one side of the spectrum to the other probably conservatively probably eight or nine times a day oh gosh yeah it's pretty crazy but I probably do that but just like once every quarter maybe yeah. <laughs> uh, meanwhile Chris is just like bringing everything that I've built <laughs> Chris is just bringing down around my ears I've also fixed half the shit that he's built too let's just be honest <laughs> yeah it's uh, but yeah yet another reason that I want to 
make another thing because it's it serves the purpose of being a cathartic piece of art too. So maybe I'll get a lot of this, get a lot of this out of me, kind of like placeholders did for a lot of because that's you know like that stuff. I'm not I don't even really care about it anymore because I got it out into the world and dealt with it in that way, and that was my therapy. You know, um, I think I was. I was telling you guys I was watching the master classes like Herzog and Scorsese. I think on Herzog's, I, I'm pretty sure this was him that said this, but uh, he was like, he was talking about just having issues or whatever. And he's like, I could go to therapy or I could just put the money into a film, you know? <laughs> he's like, that would be my therapy, you know? Uh, so, so yeah, I think that's probably, that's sort of my, that's definitely my approach. So I'm, I'm going to, Continue doing that because it makes me feel better. So, mm -hmm. and uh, Caitlin, I'm paying you to help me. So, yep. <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> well, it's uh, well. I mean, how much garlic sauce would you spill on the floor if I was paying you to be here, Chris? <laughs> to be fair, I spilled that cake though. That's true. That's true. Good. <laughs> she brings up a good point. She brings up a good point. I didn't hear it. You, she spilled. I thought I told you a lot. We laughed about this <laughs> when that was here, though, right? Like I had was it in that your place. Oh, I had. Oh, uh, I remember this now. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Special case. That was actually actual actual house. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was fired. Different than and it, and it, <laughs> it, like, it, it did. Done. It like fell off the plate, like onto the kitchen floor. <laughs> and uh, and in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm still eating it. Well, if it had been, been grotto cake, you probably would have been fine. I know. I thought, I thought it was the grotto cake. Yeah, it was before you, even, before you even started. <laughs> I saw job like, everything went in slow motion. I was like, this is it. That's it. So, so are there any, uh, have you had any weird experiences yet as far as like the stuff that I've asked you to do? Weird emails, weird, weird, have, you know, just weird replies <laughs> to anything? Uh, or just weird, like, why am I. Why do I have to do this kind of situation? Oh, Not man. really. I mean, there was a funny... Someone... Uh, I was getting lunch orders for uh, the music video you did. And someone's like... I didn't know how formal I had to be, but I was starting to get a little bit cheeky. Uh, but someone's like, you know, I would kill for a... I don't even remember what it was. I'm like, well, thankfully no one has to die for this, so I'll get you your sandwich. <laughs> but that's like... Dude, what, did, what was their reply? I was like, Nothing. Was <laughs> Nothing. Just <laughs> radio silence. Yeah. That's almost worse. I'll take a while. It's like when I... This is another thing that has to go into a script. I oh. was... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, please. Uh, no, it's it's still not that bunch, but um, you told me to... For the reading for your... Uh, the thing we just went over, Fade to Black, you told me to put in the email, um, roasting is... What was it you said? Basically, like it was um, encouraged yeah. to make fun of each other, and I was like, "That's an odd thing to say," but okay. <laughs> well, what it means, I mean, I, no, I, know, I didn't want to be like, "Hey, guys, fuck with me," because then <laughs> they'll come with fucking ten minutes right. of material. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're listening to this. They're gonna do it anyway now. <laughs> they're gonna monologue. But I'm just like, <laughs> clearly, you've been listening to me this whole time. That will only go so far. You know what I mean? Yeah. It might get a little messy after that, but. Because I'm trying to have fun, and I'm okay with a little bit of it. Yeah. But. But. There's a lot. But there's yeah there's we'll a, have a safe space so that but I wanted to let people because the vibe I got from a few people was like that it was not that they were taking it super serious but they were like oh we're just gonna do a rote like reading I'm like no it's that's not what it's about it's okay to make fun. I was that was 20 years ago I know yeah. that it's got issues you know like that's what we'll 
the whole my whole inspiration for it, listening to that guy's podcast was all built around that. So I was letting them know now it's okay, you know, feel free yeah. if you start thinking of stuff, write it down. <laughs> but you know, this is not a chance. This is not the roast of Melvin House <laughs> Jr. Because to be roasted, you have to then get famous enough to be roasted, which is which. At what point you don't care about the people roasting you because you have money. You know, money makes everything better. So if wow. I, you know, if I was, I could be like, ah, whatever, say whatever you want. Thinking about that now, though, that would be pretty funny. Like on the roasted of Melvin House Jr. is like Tony Todd's up there. You know, like to have just. Just go down the list of people that we know now and just, like throw them up there and let them. Work How do you know that's not already in the works? That'd be hilarious if it was. I'm hoping I'm filming it. Let's so just see what happens. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Although I don't, I don't know if any of these people will actually actively roast me. I want to try to get them to. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely, definitely a plan. Nice. Uh, no, did anyone reply to you about that? Oh, not really. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Stage man. All right. Yeah. There's really not been anything. I mean, I'm. I feel like I, I'm a very open person to begin with, and I'm kind of desensitized to a lot. Yeah. So nothing's been super off the wall for me. Yeah. Well, it was super off the wall for oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> I did forget about that. that that's a thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's been waiting this long. Oh, God. <laughs> to uh, be your muscle, so to say. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, that. yeah. You guys can tell that <laughs> so story. So bad. No, it was funny. I just thought it was funny because go it threw garlic, me off because of how like formal you were with it. Because at first she said Mr. House, and I was like, who the fuck? Oh. <laughs> Okay, and it was like, would like to know. Oh, and had you I guys not met that. at all, or had you gone? No, to pick well, up we met real quick at the restaurant. Yeah, to get the audio. <laughs> yeah. So it was the set. It was the, yeah the first time in an alone setting. Yeah. <laughs> were you actually? Were you in here? Yeah. You yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I couldn't remember. I, yeah. yeah, I gave her very specific yeah. instructions. I was like, "You want me to say it in a British accent?" He's like, "No, that's too much." But no, I I knew it was. I was like, coming. no, she has to believe it's real. I wanted to be super. I was like, I have to be super nice because I feel so bad for what's coming. Next. So I guess we should probably give backstory to this when when we're zeroing in on finishing all the Imago stuff, so that we could send it to James the colorist because all the video, all the visual, sh- all the shots have to be in there before we send it to the colorist so they get the final timeline right. So I was just trying to get all the pieces in, and Brittany was kind enough to fix some shots for us. And it wasn't the last thing we were waiting on, but I was just trying to get everything together so I could just... It, it still had been quite a bit of time had passed. Like, it I fine, should have had them completed and sent over. Well, we had VFX that took 10 years, so... <laughs> yeah, you, know, you, you should feel that bad. Yeah. Uh, but I just wanted to start getting everything together. And uh, so I knew you were... I had borrowed mics from you, and you were coming back to drop them off. To get Ka- them, yeah. To, to, oh, them to get them, yeah. And Caitlin was going to be here, so I was like, okay... <laughs> Here are your orders. <laughs> say this exact thing. And I, I typed it out. I yeah, say it, just no, it like was this. like lines. Yeah. I was like, all right, Caitlin, you're an actress. You can do this. But I felt so and bad. And so I had you say, what, did I, what was it? Something like, uh, Mr. House would like to know when his assets will be available. Yeah, that's what I was just like... You're, yeah, I could see the change in your face. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I don't want uh, to say well, I don't have them on me, but <laughs> I will send you something soon. She, Which I think I did. It's okay. It's just, it's my phone. It's okay. Oh, you, you oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, I was... 
I, I think I got them to you like that night, though. Yeah, really. it worked. I, what? Yeah. <laughs> I just remember Mel going, well, here you go. I was like, well, all right, cool. Yeah. Uh, but Caitlin immediately was like, I felt so bad, oh my God. <laughs> Tell her and then Brittany, nice. like right after that, she's like, Mr. House, LOL. So it's like, I got your text right at the same time. So I was like, okay. Because when you, I got yours first, so I was like, oh my God, did she take it too seriously? But then I got yours, and I was like, okay, no. well, it's fine. And then I hadn't seen you. It's, I think the next time I saw you was for the music video. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. I'm sorry. No, it's totally fine. It just was so funny because... You are a very nice person. And Thanks. so when you said that, I was like, oh, who was Mel hired? Goodness. <laughs> Trying to get stuff out of me. All right. Yeah. But Just be glad you didn't give her a shank on top of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, I've, I've, had, I've had a few. They're like, oh, Mr. How, who are, well, one of them, granted, I don't want to put her on blast, but I expected it to come from somebody. And, yeah. and she was kind of like, she thought it was funny. But she knew a different me also you probably figure out who this is at this point but so but it was but she was like oh well kind of like who are you mr big shot you know i'm like it's not <laughs> i'm just trying not to go crazy with work like so yeah. that's why i'm having somebody else you know do it but there are there were some people that are like i'll mention in passing or i'll say oh my assistant's gonna email you or whatever and they're like oh your assistant huh <laughs> la di da and i'm yeah. like how dare you have an assistant? Yeah, don't. Please. <laughs> I, I just want one thing in life that I don't feel like I have to explain. Like, yeah. with this long asterisk paragraph. Um, but, you know, again, I just wish I could touch people and be like, here, now you understand. <laughs> now you know why I have an yeah, assistant. Yeah, now you know why I have an assistant. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm very thankful for you. You've made my life a whole lot easier. I enjoy working for you, and I'm glad I can make it easier. Uh, Thank you for having me. Make my life easier, too. Aw. <laughs> Are you saying that just because Wednesday is Administrative Professionals no, Day? No, I, 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 I have to take you out to lunch somewhere. Is it like a 90-day <laughs> review coming up or something? Oh, good, yeah. <laughs> no. All right, let, me, uh, let me go puke for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have. I need to make up one of those stupid. Uh, this is the, these are the things I hated the most about corporate America, like the stupid questionnaires you have to do. Or you, mm. but I'm gonna make one up for you. <laughs> do it. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to see what you put. I'll put stickers on it. Yeah. Say, just it, give it to me. <laughs> and then it comes back with garlic sauce all over it. Like, oh, I know where this has been. <laughs> God. Well, we can probably this. It's almost two hours. Good job, guys. We can probably bring this one in for a landing. We'll we'll definitely be better about doing them on a regular basis. Again, I know I say that every time, and then time. there's eventually a big gap. But uh, honestly, what I said at the beginning is like one of the reasons I didn't really. There are so many times, like after I set all this up in the office, that I wanted to cut just set over here. Even when you guys were gone, just like do one and like do an update. But there wasn't really anything to say. Yeah. yeah. Even when I was planning the video, there's nothing to really talk about. Like, anyway. it's not stuff anybody wants to hear. Uh, but now, like, there's stuff happening, and, uh, you know, there's more stuff to talk about. So we'll probably do, do it on a regular basis again. And now we have a place to do it. Then I can leave everything set up. Let me just come in and do it. You can spill more garlic sauce <laughs> on the floor. Never gonna live this shit down. No, probably I'm not. Never gonna. What live was the last thing down. you did that I couldn't live? Like now we moved on to something <laughs> else. Though. 
You're just gonna do something What's bigger. It? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I still. I almost texted you this when you were at the. Uh, when you're on the spotlight. Uh, Riser. Yeah. Right when I left, I was going to be like, don't fuck it up. Exactly. <laughs> That's the, the, the running joke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, now I know what to get you for your birthday. What, garlic sauce? Yeah, I was going to say garlic. <laughs> no. <laughs> garlic Just like a big sauce tub. remover. <laughs> hey, oh, my God. Well, as we, so as we wrap it up, let's, uh, we'll go back around and anything that we have going on or you want people to look out for or ways to find you online that kind of stuff Caitlin go first okay <laughs> uh, my YouTube is Katie Cat Cat is spelled with a K and two T's and my Instagram is I believe it's Katie Cat 180 you no. believe I always forget because no, I always second guess it there's uh, Batgirl 11593 and then Katie1890 depending on the social media pretty sure because I just said it yesterday <laughs> okay those are the two main ones I use those are the main ones yeah. and you uh, you did a live stream last night how often are you guys going to be doing that we'd like to start doing them maybe once every two weeks we want to do something once a week but with our schedules every two weeks is more realistic gotcha Brittany what about you well, it's funny because I was just thinking that I kind of sort of don't remember my tags, but maybe I do. <laughs> so, no, I mean, I really only have, I guess, two right now. My my main business one, B-Miles Media, uh, on Facebook. And also on Facebook, because I don't do Instagram or Twitter, uh, is my unguarded doc. And I believe that's what the tag is, is unguarded doc for my immune documentary. Um, it's not like super official launch there's not a whole lot on there but in the next week or so i'm going to have some pictures from events and things like that and on that's there, on so. which which facebook. facebook i only do facebook I did you have you added have you asked me to friend that no that that's what i mean it hasn't like officially launched because i haven't sent it out gotcha. to get people on i just started putting like cover photos and things like that on there gotcha. and i'm gonna go if i didn't know it was you i probably you know yeah no i would I do say, definitely go on i was like fuck you, is, fuck, <laughs> you fuck you i would no say way. in like the next cool, within the next week i'm gonna probably blast it out and, cool yeah chris uh, Instagram Seawar54, Facebook Christopher Warren. Uh, there's probably 50 million uh, Christopher Warrens, as I found out today that I am working with another Christopher yeah. Warren right now. Yeah. So that was interesting. Um, easy way to find mine is I'm in a Hannibal Lecter mask. Um, it's on my profile. Yeah. It's Hannibal Lecter mask. So that's the easiest way to find me on Facebook. Then Instagram Seawar54, Twitter I don't use anymore. Uh, and it's sound. a dumpster fire. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. So, yeah, those are the two things. Uh, keep an eye out on my Facebook. I'll probably be updating with anything from any of the projects that I've just worked on. Hopefully let people get it out there so everybody can kind of keep an eye out and mm -hmm. watch for those things. Oh, did you talk about the premiere of Jesse? <clears throat> oh, no, I didn't. That is something I could talk about, yeah. but, I mean... I'll have to do it really quick, I guess, since yeah. we're wrapping it up. Yeah, that's fine. Um, do it. So, yeah, so we went to so went to Arizona before the last time I went out to L.A. Um, to see the premiere of a movie I worked on a year ago. Was it a year ago? A year and a half ago. Uh, I actually, that's like a weird sort of like gray area in my memory. Yeah. There's this period of time between like Cold Descent and 
well, like now. Yeah. <laughs> that is just like it's, it's hard. It's to like keep. static. Like yeah. I, I get the rough idea of things having happened. Yeah. So I think it was about a, it was if I remember right it was about a year ago. Um, so we went out you know went out and saw the premiere. Um, it actually was a sold out house at the air at Wick, in Wickenburg, which Wickenburg is a small town, but it was pretty awesome to see. Um, all the locals come out and support you know local film out there so which is not normal anyway so that was really cool the premiere was awesome a good friend of ours david who was the director he's amazing david maccabee um you know just super proud and happy about that and how it turned out um also randy wayne uh, which actually he's Rando Wayne on Facebook, also super proud and happy for him. That turned out really well, as well as Mandala, which was the other lead in the movie. Um, just really turned out amazing. And David Smith, can't forget about him, our DP on that, who also has helped Mel and I out in certain ways. Yeah, he um, sure has. So, Thank you, David. Yes, so uh, just wanted to... I've never met you, but yeah. you're awesome. Yeah, so just want to th throw that shout out, you know. Um, but the premiere was great, and actually, they just stopped doing more showings of it, but literally every showing they did, which I think they did two days every week, um, they sold out every day. Awesome. So it was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty fantastic to see. Do they here. know, or do you know what the release plans are? I do, but I can't cannot say, say anything. Um, they are a lot of waiting. secrecy on this episode. Yeah, they're waiting. They're going to do an LA premiere, which hopefully I'll hear something about that when I'm out there because I'm going to meet up with David while I'm out there. Cool. Um, and if I do, maybe I'll call in or something and kind of drop that news so everybody can kind of hear that and you know know when that's going. Okay. Um, and another I'll reason. I'll make sure to have some garlic sauce here with you. Absolutely. Like, and just drip it. it. <laughs> Spill it in my well, honor. It's like you're here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that's another reason to keep an eye out on my Facebook and Instagram because I'll mm -hmm. be dropping all that too, um, as I hear it and know it. So anyway, yeah. Does that that movie has a Facebook page, right? Yes, and it's for the love of Jesse, and it's Jesse has two e's. Two e's, yeah. Two s's, two e's. Yeah. So I know it sounds weird, but that's the way she, way she spells. And if you can't find it, Adrienne Barbeau is in it. Yes, she and is. You can find it on Facebook, or you can find it on IMDb, and that's how you spell it. You yeah, know, that's kind of how it. I had to find it every time. I'm yeah. Like, How do you spell? Yeah. Or look for Rando Wayne, or look for. Oh yeah, he's Dollar been a ton Rose. of stuff too. Yeah. Um, David Maccabee also is another way to yeah. get to it. So cool. Yeah. Anyway, on uh, to you, sir. Oh yeah. Uh, so upstart film on everything on Twitter on Instagram. Um, Facebook is just Mel House, uh, and it's me looking disenchanted on us on a movie set in Kentucky. Yep, that it is. Because I think that was one of the days we lost radio contact with you guys, and I was like, oh, "Well, I guess, yeah, you know, yeah, whatever." Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, "Well, that, actually, I think that was the day that I finally got out of my weird uh, travel anxiety depression." Yes. And then they fired you, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, "Hey, I got oh, Jeez. <laughs> we gotta go." Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. Going to, going to California finally shook that loose for me too, or I think it did. Yeah. I was this last time. I was fucking stressed. Oh, I really? think it's leftover PTSD from all the uh, from the, all the stuff, the other movies. Yeah, yeah, because it's like I associate travel with going to work on a shitty movie, yeah, and having a shitty experience. Yeah, so it's like I could I could barely pack my bags. Yeah, and go, and I was at the airport, and I was like. And I got on the plane, I just passed out, and then, you know, once Lyle picked me up, we went to in and out Started to feel a little bit better, and then, like, finally, 
I think the next day, because I we had to shoot stuff the next day, so there was still like a production aspect that I was yeah. kind of dreading, even though it was just me. Uh, but I find I guess because it was mostly with Jeff, like it was it was chill, you know. Yeah. So uh, I fought, but I finally broke through it. Like by the end of that day, I was okay. But it definitely, up to that point. It was uh, it was it was a huge it was a huge thing. Yeah, that's one reason why I wanted to plan that trip too. Like I was trying to like break through it and just like you know get get over it. That travel PTSD is a real thing. I mean, like yeah. there are there are times that I've had to leave, and I'm like, ah, oh, you know what? I can wait another day. I don't need to go. You right just now. don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like I yeah. know I know what this is going to be, and I'd rather just I'm just going to wait. Yeah, take another day. I'll get there when it. And gets it's ready. like my my favorite, like. My ultimate fantasy right now. Private jet? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's getting booked on some shitty job that I just feel like I finally ha- I have to take. And I, and I decide to take it after much hemming and hawing. And I get prepared. And then the night before, I really don't want to go. And then they call me freaking out. And they go, oh, my God, our funding fell through. And the movie's off. Like I would run out in the streets naked and dance. <laughs> like that... That is happiness, nirvana for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> which says a lot about where I'm at in my mental state. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, go follow me, guys. Uh, <laughs> there's more where that came from. Go follow this podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, yeah, definitely. Uh, you can hear where some of that PTSD came from. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> go go back in the vaults. Dig yeah. some of it up. Uh, like it. Rate it. Subscribe it. Now we'll be on YouTube. At least part of this. Uh, I, I think the whole thing recorded. Um, we'll be on YouTube now on my channel Upstart which is also Upstart Film um, make sure you subscribe on iTunes find me at all the aforementioned places keep an eye out for uh, uh, our well, what used to be called Imago we're going to announce that hopefully in the summer sure. maybe because um, it'll I think it'll be done before Memorial Day but I think at that point uh, we'll probably do that cast and crew screening, which I don't know if we'll do the big announcement. Though. Yeah, but then we'll aim for like later premieres later in the year. So, but we'll announce we'll definitely announce it sometime this year because it's uh, in the home stretch finally. Yeah. And then also more plans on uh, what I got going on feature wise, and then the game face video will drop. This will probably be out. This podcast will be out this week. So. It will be the end of this week, which would be Friday the 26th. 26th. Yeah. Friday the 26th or possibly like the end of the next week, May 1st, 2nd. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, because that's the Frightmare weekend. So it'll probably happen when I'm at Frightmare and I can't fucking repost it. That's what always happens. Every time I do something like this, it will finally come out on a day. Like when they did the press release for... um, Walking to a psychic experiment. Yeah, I was literally on a plane. I was yeah. like, I can't even enjoy. That was it. like oceans when they dropped the oceans video. Right, right. We were in the we're van, in the doing, van the doing the location scout. I'm like, there was no, there was, <laughs> there was no Wi-Fi, so we couldn't. We can't can't have anything, Chris. No, no. I can't have a clean rug. Clearly. Oh God. <laughs> and with that, we'll say goodbye until next time. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Adios.
the podcast you just heard is part of the B&E Network. Brought to you by bmovies and ebooks.com.